Hey, this week, March Madness marches on. That's right. Melissa and I all month are talking about serial killers, madmen, and psychopaths. And we continue this week with the 1960 masterpiece Psycho, starring Anthony Perkins and Janet Lee, directed by, uh, what's that dude's name again? Alfred Hitchcock. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> uh, kind of fizzled out there for some reason. Anyway, we also discuss a handful of other movies. Uh, Melissa discusses the new Scream movie. What is it? Scream 6? I don't know. I don't really pay attention to those movies anymore. I think they're kind of dumb. I think 1 and 2 are great. But I think I'm going to check out 6 based on her review. Um, yeah, she talks about that. Uh, she talks about 1988's Necromantic, which is available now on Shudder. Uh, you should really listen to her review before you watch it, and you should heed the warnings on Shudder. That movie is not for everyone. Um, she also watched 2023's Spoonful of Sugar. I discuss, very briefly, Cocaine Bear uh, from this year, 2023. Uh, briefly because not really. It's, I don't really think it was that much of a horror movie. And yeah. I kind of thought it was more just a straight-up comedy. Um, but anyway, I also discussed Pearl very briefly because Melissa talked about it last week, and I finally got around to watching that, and I loved it. Um, and then full reviews on the movie Demon Wind from 1990, uh, Piggy from 2023, and Infinity Pool from 2023, the latest offering from Brandon Cronenberg, starring the lovely Mia Goth. Um, yeah, this was a fun episode. It's pretty long, so uh, it'll definitely last you two weeks now that we've gone bi-weekly and I wanted to talk briefly I know last episode I said I was going to be doing mini-sodes so that we could keep re releasing weekly and the mini-sodes were going to be uh, an extra review from me uh, Mel's book club some news and some other fun stuff um, I must have recorded it like three times before I just like scrapped all of it and went back to the drawing board I wasn't happy with the format felt weird. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with those. So bear with me. Eventually, minisodes will come. I'm thinking hopefully next month. By next month, we'll be doing uh, an episode a week. Well, you get you get a full-length episode every other week, and you'll get a, a mini episode, like an hour, 45 minutes, maybe even shorter. I don't know, because I don't know what I'm doing with that yet. But it's coming, hopefully. No, it's definitely coming. It's def definitely, definitely coming. Um, I think that's it. I don't think there's any disclaimers or anything for this episode. Uh, I did say that I was going to talk about six movies, and I only talked about five, so you can get mad at me for that if you want during the episode. Um, yeah, that's it. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 101. buns are in the not way not my cute buns my messy buns your messy buns are in yeah. the way <laughs> oh yeah i think you're wearing those headphones wrong <laughs> are they <laughs> they're not supposed to go on your ass melissa <laughs> i was like wait are they really is it wrong no they're on your buns <laughs> i have one bun so you almost you almost went on a date it was sort of, we, we weren't it was set up as a date it was like yeah let's hang out you know we haven't seen each other in a long time i got some stuff to give you he gave me some uh -huh. things and then and you then, fucked no <laughs> we didn't make out on his motorcycle though on his motorcycle Fuck. wow that's cool yeah wow did wow you, you did did you did i what i, I don't know did i have I no idea what i was about to it ask it revved my engine <laughs> if that's I, what you're asking i was trying to think of something like uh anyway 
<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. I am your host, Chuck. And I'm your horror co-host, Melissa. And this headphone is way too loud. Are your headphones okay? I forgot to ask. Yeah, I can hear you, and that's bad enough. That's bad enough. <laughs> it's terrible. Shut your mouth. Shut your whore mouth. Shut your whore mouth. Not appropriate. Uh, yes, indeed you are my horror co-host. And yes, this and is we the slapping them titties. <laughs> what up? Was fist bumping titties. Fist bumping titties. Now we're slapping, slapping titties. the titties. We're Why are we doing so many, so many things to titties these days? This is just on the, this show. This is the titty podcast this is the now. New, this is yeah, the, the new, new era of Forsaken Cinema. Forsaken Cinema tits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> All of our new listeners just turned this off. Nah, they um, love me. This is the bi-weekly uh, podcast in which Melissa and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite horror movies based on a monthly theme, and that theme this month whoa, whoa, is whoa. March Madness. Settle down there, pal. March Mad. We're all going mad for March Madness. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Go, so all basketball yeah. movies, like we go said last Sixers. week. Yeah. Go Sixers. Go Sixers. <laughs> I do not follow basketball whatsoever. I don't think it's on right now. You know what? When it's on, though, like if I'm in a restaurant, I like actually get into it. No, me too. I'm like, yeah, I like I pick a team and I like start. You like, pick a team? I pick a team. Not your the team, the local team? I mean, it depends on if they're on or not. Then I, feel I like, hope both teams I feel lose. like that the Sixers are never on when I'm at a restaurant. It's always some other. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, fuck. We're not doing basketball movies. Because uh, I don't think... Th- are there any basketball themes? Did we already talk about this? You probably did, but I don't listen. There's that one... Uh, um, 17 again. ...scene in... Uh, what's it? Uh, Deadly Deadly Friend? Doesn't she throw a basketball at that chick's head and explodes? Wow, you, you've lost me. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I've lost everyone. Everyone is scratching their heads. Yes. If, if you know what, what he's talking about, anyway. let us know on the gram because I have no idea. <laughs> March Madness. Uh, we are discussing all month. Well, this is our like last <laughs> episode. Yeah, we started late. That was my fault. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have the mini episode. I'm going to explain that at the top. Um, you, not, actually, you already did. I, I already did. Ooh. So we don't have to hear. Uh, but yeah, we're doing uh, movies about psychos, serial killers, and madmen. And this week... We are doing bum, bum, bum. Psycho, 1960. No, that's not right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what was the other one? I don't know. Twilight Zone? Yeah, Twilight Zone. <laughs> wow. Not even a movie. Well, that's oh, not true. Yeah. It is. Yes, And it is somebody actually died. Yes. Yes, yeah, somebody's. More than one that somebody. Yeah, it wasn't... Uh, if I you forget. watch uh, Cursed Films. What happened? I don't uh, remember. They used a real helicopter. No, that was, that was Twilight Zone? I that, thought that was Poltergeist. No, that's a Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, I know. No. I thought that they, happened on Poltergeist. No. No? No. I'm really You're way mixing wrong. up your wow, cursed, okay. cursed movies. No, it was on Twilight Zone. I know the incident. There's I was the scene s- with the helicopter and like one of the kid actors. I got it all wrong. One of the kid actors died and the main actor ended up dying Damn, too. Didn't, so. um, who was, wasn't Steven Spielberg involved with that? Maybe. Oh, man, I'm misremembering this all over the place. Well, it's on Shutter, so go watch yeah, it. Yeah, I guess I'll have to. That's a good, uh. It's a good little plug for that show. Um, anyway. Moving on. Yes, we were doing Psycho, the 1960 masterpiece. We could have called this month Mommy Issues Month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maniac- I was about to say. Yeah, Mani- we did Maniac and now we're doing Psycho. Yeah, some yep. some uh, men with some... Um, no, Mommy's just issues. Maternal issues. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Oof. All right. Not my type. Not your type? No. 
guys with daddy issues? No issues, please. No issues. I no longer am interested in issues. <laughs> please be healthy and happy. All right. So anyway, uh, how was your week? What'd you watch? Well, I well, feel like I spend way well. too much time with you, so you know how my weeks are. What? Awful. I didn't see you at all this week. I hung out with you on Friday. Well, that was last week. I guess it, yeah, it's I guess only it was, a couple I guess of days was, from I now. I guess it was less than a week ago. Whatever. Tired. Sorry, one of us values our time together. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so anyway. let me tell you about what I watched okay. because that's what you're here for. It's what we're all here for, Melissa. Yes. In your place. In my you're house. You're here to I hear me here. talk. Yes. That's the only reason. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see here. I watched. It says it was 2022 release, but it was on avail- it's available on Shudder now that it's 2023 Shudder exclusive spoonful of sugar oh yeah i haven't watched that yet i plan to mm. no it's okay I'll, yeah just let me tell you about it okay how about you stop asking me questions <laughs> and let me tell you these things all right well did you like it what was it about was it good <laughs> what happens in the movie all right well so episode 100 was great 101's <laughs> not coming out i quit oh no don't quit <laughs> i'll cry some more oh i definitely quit <laughs> <laughs> okay spoonful of sugar is about Millicent is taking a semester off from her studies to concentrate on her thesis about children with severe allergies, which makes her the perfect person to take care of little Johnny, a sickly mute child who suffers from every allergy under the sun, from nickel to artificial fabric. His overbearing mother, Rebecca, is an accomplished author who is focused on her latest book release, while his dissatisfied father, Jacob, spends sweaty, shirtless days toiling away on a carpentry project in the backyard. Okay. Sweaty, Shirtless days. <laughs> that was written by Screen Anarchy. I don't I guess he writes a lot of I am or she writes a lot of IMDB um synopsis. So uh-huh. um I thought that was hilarious. So I had to yeah. include it. Obviously the shirtless, sweaty, shirtless days toiling. Toiling. Okay. Toiling. But it's like um Shutter says there are synopsis. A disturbed babysitter experiences a sexual awakening while using LSD to alternative That's the one al- I read. Alternatively? Alternatively? treat a seemingly sick child from a family with dark secrets of their own okay okay that was kind of close is the babysitter disturbed yes does she experience a sexual awakening i don't really think so um is she using lsd to alternatively treat a seemingly sick child yeah sort of a bit i guess and does the family have a dark secrets of their own yeah, for sure. Okay. So that's just break it down the shutter synopsis. I guess like they're pretty much on point there, sort of, maybe. Without the sexual yeah. awakening. There is sexual stuff, but it, she seemed not to be awakened by that. Uh, do I like <laughs> <Okay>. this movie? <laughs> Overall, I do, uh-huh. which uh, surprised me. Um, I won't say it's even close to St. Maud levels, but there are some delusions oh, there that give it a bit of that vibe. Okay. But like, don't expect St. Maud because no, that was like St. Maud was fucking phenomenal. We did that movie. What yes. episode was that? Go back and listen to our St. Mon episode. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is a slow <laughs> you burn. You don't have all of our episodes yeah, memorized, memorized and what movies we talked about. I'll tell I'm you trying to forget them. <laughs> <laughs> so, Spoonful of Sugar, it's a slow burn and has absolutely zero likable characters. Not even that little shit kid uh, who's a mute dummy, whatever. <laughs> yeah. A mute dummy. Um, Little the dad, shit mute dummy. Sweaty shirtless dad Jacob is super hot. I'll give him that. It gave me it wasn't giving me a sexual awakening. It didn't awaken I'm already, your sexualness. I'm already pretty your sexuality. You know, You're I'm already in, woke. I'm in my hoe <laughs> era, so <laughs> so no. But he, yeah, he's hot. Anyways, so there's a twist ending that I really enjoyed, uh, but doesn't make the movie great. 
Nah. Um, overall, I say this is a middle ground movie. It's mid? Mid. Yeah, it's mid. Okay. Um, at an hour and a half and on a streaming at an hour and a half and on a streaming service that you're already paying for and don't have to pay extra to watch, I'd say go for it once. There is some good stuff towards the end that you're like, oh shit, like it could be a little predictable. Yeah. Still enjoyable. Um, don't expect a masterpiece, but I do think that there is some good cinematography, especially when it comes to like the parts about hallucinations that happen in the movie. Okay. And I think the actress playing the disturbed babysitter, um, her name's Morgan Saylor. She was phenomenal. That okay. bitch was disturbed. So there's some redeeming qualities yes. here. Okay. Not perfect. Don't expect to be perfect. You're uh, not going to be wasting your time by watching it. I don't think so. Okay, cool. But I'm, I'm also gonna not going to watch it again. Okay. I I could watch it again, but it probably wouldn't be top of the list. <laughs> okay. Like I wouldn't be mad if I had to. Uh, all right. In case any anyone wants to watch it. Do with we me. do we need does anybody need anything more specific than that? <laughs> Mm, is that coffee? Mm, yes, the maple wawa coffee that I'm addicted to. Oh yeah, that new stuff. What's maple? it? Maple. That maple. new new maple. New new maple. I I don't drink wawa coffee. Mm. Wawa coffee is weak. It's like hot water. Yeah, your your hot water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay, so this one. Oh my gosh. Are you excited? You're excited about this one. I'm excited to ruin your guys' lives. I watched 1988's German film necromantic oh god oh my god this is the worst movie ever one Jeez, hour 11 gross. minutes and not a minute too long <laughs> <Not a> minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's also found on shutter along with its even worse sequel necromantic 2 which i gave up like 15 minutes in yeah. i can't do the second one don't know how i got through the first one but i don't know how you got through the first one this is so not your type purely of thing. because it was so outlandish i had to i was laughing so hard throughout this movie but it is about a street sweeper who cleans up after grisly accidents brings home a full corpse for him and his wife to enjoy sexually. Wow. But is dismayed to see that his wife prefers the corpse over him. Yeah, it's fucking gross. And here's like a longer um, synopsis written by Nick Reganis. Thanks, Nick. Um, sharing a mutual fascination for the dead and the macabre, Berlin Misfits. Fascination. Yeah. <laughs> Berlin Misfits, Betty and Robert are about to broaden their horizons when <laughs> Rob takes a job as a cleaner at an aftermath cleanup agency. Now nothing can stop them. And as the obsessed new employee gradually amasses a rich and grotesque collection of severed limbs and human organs right under everyone's noses, the couple's dreams will finally come true when Rob brings home an unexpected gift to impress his girlfriend, a putrid cadaver that's hers to keep. However, as one thing leads to another and Betty grows increasingly fond of her silent decomposing companion, the question arises, can Robert handle the bizarre menage a trois? Thanks, Nick. That was wonderful. I guess it's kind of about that stuff yeah look uh, holy fuck i'm going to spoil the shallowest movie it came out in the 80s and i don't think anyone should watch it it's old <laughs> it's awful it's it's shock value i know yeah. like um so there are two disclaimers before the film starts one that is provided with the original film that was already there and an extra one that shutter, shutter included put, yeah, they put. so that already should tell you like turn back now because what the actual fuck do we need yeah, to i have if it's if it's not clear, I've, I've seen most of this movie. I don't think I you made didn't it, see the best part. I don't think I made it all the way through the end, but I've seen I've seen a lot of it. And those disclaimers are there for a yes. reason. Oh yes, <laughs> this, is, this is a weird one. Um, there's also weird? like, well, it's, it's fucking gross. All right, man. so the movie is pretty much about these two ugly weirdos having sex with a corpse, which they use a metal phallic shaped pole to attach to his pelvis. That like seriously, they cut it off the bed or something, because you know it doesn't have a penis because right. you know that's not a bone right yeah 
Sorry. S- sorry to ruin it for you Science. guys. That's um, not a bone. But which, by the way, no way that pole is going up someone's hoo-ha without causing damage. It looked like it would hurt. Like, ouchies. Yeah. Why, why, Big why ouchies. Why go get, like, a dildo or yeah. something? Why the fuck not? That, um, that, a dildo wouldn't be gnarly enough for this movie, though. No. So now the girl runs off with her corpse <laughs> lover, leaving old buddy boy sad and depressed and <laughs> suicidal. <laughs> and oh my gosh. Like, hold up. The ending, the ending. Oh, my God, the ending. I have to describe this, and I'm sorry. It's a spoiler. You should have, because it was fucking bananas. Okay, I couldn't do it. And I can't stop thinking about how outlandish this was. So the guy whips his dick out, which, by the way, is very fake. Not a real dick. Doesn't even look real. And, like, not the toot toot beep beep, but I've seen at least one dick in my life. So <laughs> I one. know it's not real. <laughs> um, <laughs> so not the toot toot beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing at what you said? <laughs> I wrote that. That's uh, funny. But anyways, he, yeah, so whips out his like fake dick. It's thick as fuck though. So, you know, let me know where you got that from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he stabs himself in the stomach. When he does this, he ejaculates all over the place. And oh. it's a lot. I'm talking hentai film amounts of it. I don't understand. He's slinging ropes. Yes. And then it's, <laughs> which isn't even plausible. Right. So then he starts ejaculating blood. Ugh. That's spraying all over the place. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Everywhere. What a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe I'll give it another no, try. No, don't do it. I don't, I, I, Skip to the end. I tried to watch it a while ago. And I remember I was, I was intoxicated. Yeah. And I, even intoxicated, I like couldn't do it. And then there is I'm, like, yeah. Usually when I'm kind of drunk, like that's when I want to put on yeah. like, not like full on drunk, but like when I'm like, yeah, I'm like drinking, let's watch something fucking no. crazy. That's when I'll put on not something. Not worth it. Like Salo or like yeah. whatever. Um, I'd rather Because my watch tolerance that. for that is so much higher. And then yeah. I, and even in that state, I made it. Did you get to like the part where they're like showing like a bunny being killed and like skinned? I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that. I almost turned it off. Was that a real bunny? Yeah, yeah, it was a real bunny. Yeah, I want to say what I want to say. That's around the point where I turned it off. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't remember. I almost turned it off there too. I was like, oh fuck no! Yeah, you don't do that at all. Uh uh. No. So yeah, necromantic. Then why is Cannibal Holocaust your favorite movie? <laughs> yeah, fucking right. I don't even like any like I like Cannibal Holocaust for what it is. But I don't like cannibal movies to begin with. I really don't. I love them. I just don't They're get one of it. My favorite I don't get it. Seventies cannibal like exploitation movies. Well, are my the seventies are the better ones. Don't get me started on the Green Inferno. We already talked about we that. Talked we did an episode that. on that. Go check that out. <laughs> you can hear me rant about Eli yes. Roth. Who I love, Not a fan. mind you, but I don't like his movies that much. No. Anyways, so necromantic, necromantic, don't recommend. Necromantic, don't watch it. Well, skip all the way to the end and watch that. <laughs> I cannot stress enough how crazy it was. Would you say that this is one of the grossest films you've ever seen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> all right. And now, sorry, this is getting long. Deal with it. No, it's cool. Is... Scream Six, Ghostface oh, takes Manhattan. Melissa's a date with her, your wife, rubbing her hands together like yes. <laughs> Scream Six. I already got good reviews. Ghostface takes Manhattan, a date with your wife. Oh yeah, you as went, in I went with your wife. Yes, you went out. With I wife. took her. You wooed her. Ah, I had a gift card and I said, "Hey, baby, <laughs> hey, go bitch. to the movies with me." We got coffee. We went right. to the movies. We snuggled. We didn't snuggle. I would have snuggled. It's okay. <laughs> you can snuggle with my wife. <laughs> it's fine. Fine, I will. Okay. All right. She's good for snuggling. She is. She's got... Nope. Moving on. <laughs> yes. We're aware of how you feel about my wife's boobs. They are beautiful. <laughs> they are fantastic. Uh, 
That's why we're best friends. <laughs> That's the only reason <laughs> yes. you've stuck around is for my West boob. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Following She'd ghost. She'd be boob. mortified if she listens to this. <laughs> yes. Talking about she, my boobs. Thank goodness she doesn't. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. She might be like, hee. They are uh, pretty she good. She loves me, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes one of us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my you. wife loves me. All right, go ahead. Following Ghostface's latest killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. So, I'll say, I'm not going to spoil it. Obviously, it's still brand new and a lot of people are seeing it. Reviews have been back and forth with everyone that I've talked to. I've a lot of positive I think it. it's better than five, without a doubt, but I didn't really like five at all. Five sucked and I didn't even see all of it. I know a lot of people liked five. I like some of five, but mostly hated it. So this one, the kills and violence are a lot more fun and bloodier. Um, let me say Kirby being back was okay. I was insanely attracted to Kirby, Hayden Pantier. In, was that, I don't know if that's how you say her name. In Scream 4, uh-huh. like when she had that short hair that she had that haircut that was like, I don't know. It was I almost cut my hair off like because of it. It was so it was cool seeing her back. Um, this isn't really spoilers because I'm not naming names, but if this... If you don't want to hear anything at all about Scream, if you haven't seen it, even though it's going to be on Paramount Still pretty soon. new. A lot of people yeah. haven't seen it. Be careful. Skip ahead. But I was talking to my friend Cody. Actually, we dated when I was like 15. So, hey. And he lives in California now and makes some awesome, dope movie props anyways. Oh, just really? Saying. Yeah. He, awesome. like, you know that fluorescent light? I think it was from Halloween. Uh-huh. And Halloween Kills. Uh-huh. Not the last one. He made that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Dude's totally rad. Does he listen to the show? He says he was going to. <laughs> he promised me. Well, he's rad. <laughs> and like his family lives in my hometown. So when yeah, he comes to visit, cool, we're going to kick it. Awesome. So, yeah. I'll introduce you. Yeah, you definitely. Trying to. Trying to what? I don't know. You tell Get me. Get some movie props. Get some boner props. <laughs> um, I'm straight. Thank you very much. That's yeah, offensive. You don't know that <laughs> until. No, until good. what? <laughs> until I have a sexual awakening. <laughs> yes. Do right. some LSD. Uh, anyways, really so weird. he pointed out how, you know, you get stabbed in the screen movies, and it's usually s- certain times you get stabbed in the stomach to confirm super ouchies, painful death. Super ouchies. But in this one, honestly, so move ahead as a spoiler. I'm not naming any names. I refuse, so you won't know who's getting stabbed or whatever. Uh-huh. People are being stabbed multiple times left and right. People are being shot, but they're not dying. Yeah, I was talking to a friend at work, and he he was annoyed by that too. Like, there's so many people like just fucking straight up surviving this movie. Yeah, that's exactly when they should not. That's exactly. I had a friend. That's at, my biggest friend at work qualm. Said the exact same thing. He was like, I don't understand how. He said one particular character. Oh, I know exactly who he's thinking general, of. In general, he was like, I don't understand. Multiple stabs by yeah, no how way. How that character lived at all. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. Yeah. yeah, it's a movie. But still, so that really bugged me out. Um, I over, overall will say this movie is like a six and a half, seven out of ten. Oh, um, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good for a screen movie. Still can't beat the first one. Um, I you know or the second one. I would have probably enjoyed it so much more if I didn't have to analyze it. Was it better or worse than the second one? I liked the first three for what they are. I liked the first two. I love the first one. Kind of done. I liked the second one. I still like the third one because eh. I don't know. Um, fourth one I don't hate. Eh. All the rest I think are fucking stupid. I don't know. I like them for what they are, but they're not my. Just the first one's my favorite. Anyways, so I said that if people gave me their thoughts on this film for my Instagram, I would uh, share some of them mes- those messages. So uh, there's some funny ones or whatever, and. Also, some of you don't know how to f- read. I love you. I love you all so much. So thanks for like listening and talking. But disclaimer, I love you guys. You don't know the assignment because I said, hey, if you see this film, tell me what you think. Some of you guys 
and it was attached to a picture of me, I guess, in ghost face yeah, sweatpants. So it, y'all yeah. are already distracted. But anyway, Stephen said, <laughs> "You're already distracted." <laughs> Don't I understand totally? But learn to read. <laughs> Stephen says eight out of ten for him. Okay, cool. Thank you, Stephen. You got the assignment. I would have loved some more um, detail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but good job, Steve. Daniel, I think he's German, French, Italian. Okay. Anyways, he just said yes. Not sure what that means, but yes. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a positive review from Daniel. Thanks. Uh, oh God, Matt. Matt. The Matt. Oh, uh, the yeah. Matt. Uh, no one knows who I'm talking about when I say the Matt, but you do. He doesn't listen to the show, does he? Oh God, no. He, no, he just no. Anyways, he said, "What? What is that? Uh, we're what not are you talking about, about this guy? I don't understand." Stop. <laughs> Leave him alone. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't attack him. He said, "I'm seeing it tonight," which I told him <laughs> it was a shit review, and I wasn't going to say it on the podcast. But fuck, here we are. Um. So God, I hope he's not listening. He's so stupid, attractive to me. Like. <laughs> This is a side note. Once I was leaving Would his house. Would you like house, me to cut this out? No, leave this in. <laughs> okay. Once I was leaving his house and he was petting all these cats that like live outside that they feed. There was like four of them. Folks, and they were the all surrounding him. This is the 10th fucking time I'm hearing this story. <laughs> and y'all, I had oh, to God. leave because like it was so fucking beautiful. Now he's bald. <laughs> It really did something to me. Like, pray for me, guys, because this dumbass is too fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll stop touching the cord. Anyways, he did I'll text it me. Out of break. He did text me the next day to say that he enjoyed it overall, but thought it got stale in the second half. So thanks for your contribution, Matt. All of your contributions. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, <laughs> only the last one. Okay. The first two were okay. <laughs> yeah, you better really hope he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> he's not. He's not into me. Okay. Uh, anyway, Scotty said my 11-year-old nephew told me it was funny, so I love that. You know, kudos to the 11-year-old watching this rated R movie. You folks, <laughs> we asked. She asked for thoughts. <laughs> if you've seen the movie, <laughs> not if your 11-year-old cool, saw the Scotty's movie. Cool. Um. Right, so then, here Kyra, we go. Scotty's cool. <laughs> This is fun. I like this. Yes, I'm going to do this more. I'm doing this with like everything. Do it. Jordan said, absolutely proved without a doubt that the series can do just fine without Brian, just fine moving on from Sydney Prescott. Okay, maybe, but it's Scream. Sydney is and will always be our final girl for Scream. Yeah, she's out I though. think I would have loved to see how she was in it, but I get it. She's, you know, they didn't want to pay her more or whatever. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. Um, so I have two more little ones and that's it. They wouldn't have Scream without, exactly. without her. Exactly. Like, exactly. What the fuck? What? Give her whatever she wants. I do think it it was fine. It worked without her. But it's yeah. They should give her whatever she wants. She is yeah. scream. Like, it's, come on. Yeah, I read that story and it made me sad. Yeah. So uh, Jesse said, I think it was the best one in a long time. I liked it more than five and four for sure. Eh, I kind of like four, but yeah, it was far better than five for me. So thank you, uh, Jesse, because you got the assignment. Um, what was? Which one was in? So like, did Jordan. Which one was in like Hollywood? That's the third one. Okay, I hated that one. I love that one. I hate that one. What's four? Four is like Emma Roberts is uh, Sydney Prescott's niece, and it's just like oh yeah, that's little. when I really started to hate him. Well, because it didn't make sense because her and the like other guy who was doing the killings, they're both small people, and I'm like, you wouldn't be able to right. overpower any of these people. It was a and that's my problem with most urban of, legend situation. Yeah, that's my problem with the where fifth the killer one too. Turns out to be this tiny little woman. Yeah, you're like no, who's like hanging dudes by and trees they always and have shit. like yeah. <laughs> they always have like one actor playing Ghostface like under the mask and stuff and does the voice or whatever and he's a grown man so it's like yeah, that doesn't like even add do up that? yeah uh don't get me wrong though side note i love urban legend i this one of my favorite 90s sl- yeah I, but wasn't i think yeah. actually it is my favorite not other than scream mm-hmm. scream is a given but like, like that's yeah. the best slasher of the she, 90s she was like 
She's like a skinny. I know, but yeah. it's it's dumb. But I still love that movie. That movie kicks ass. Anyway, sorry, I, I sidetracked. Okay, no, you. it's fine. I have one last one. Um, Tim said, "I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it was the best." Okay, well, buddy, <laughs> Come on, guys. failed the assignment. Also, it can't be the best. The first one will always be the best. Yeah. Just saying. Anyways, Scream 6. Yeah, wait. It's going to come out on, what is it? Peacock? Paramount? One of those? Peacock. It's, it's already being set to be released on that in, I think, a couple weeks, maybe a month. I'm going to watch it when it comes out. I read, so enough, I read enough good things about it that I'm going to check it out. I mean, if you want to just go to the movies, you need a reason to go to the movies. Fine. Go see it. But, I saw several. Mm. I saw a handful of reviews that said one, two, six. Yeah, people are... So, I see people going like one, six, and I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. Two kicks ass. I'd love to. Yeah. I watched it recently. That movie is awesome. I yeah. Think. I like I I like two. I like three. I just don't know what I it is. Like it's the only movie with one killer. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Anyways. What else you got? That's it. That's all I got. All right. Thank you for listening to those reviews. 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 Is and it my turn? It is. So <gasps> please, how art thou and what have thou to watch? I art good. I hath watched many. Ooh. I hath watched a plethora because plethora. you gave me shit last episode because I only did two movies and you were like, look at me. I did like four movies. So you know what? I did fucking six movies. Oh my yeah. God. Get ready. I only did Strap three in. here. Strap in. I'm doing I got six. My, all right. Got my strap on. <laughs> got your strap <laughs> on. Uh, the first, uh, honestly, I'm not doing all six. Uh, the first two, the first two are going to be really short. Um. So yes, I'm doing well. I had a great week. I cannot believe it's Thursday. Yeah. Already. You didn't hang out with me what at all. What the hell? Dude, this week went by so fast. But anyway, no one cares. Probably because <laughs> I was watching so many great movies. That's fair. Um, all right. So first off, I'm not really going to talk about this because you already talked about it. And I said I was going to watch it. And I finally got around to watching it. And holy shit. Oh, Infinity Pool? Pearl. Oh, Pearl. Finally. I Broski. loved that movie. Amazing. It is a masterpiece. I told I you. I don't understand why more people... I mean, it got talked about a lot. A love letter to horror. It's a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Mia Goth Dude. will win an Oscar someday. I hope so. She will win an Oscar. She, sh- she should win an Oscar for this movie. She was phenomenal. I agree. Like, her performance was flawless. Towards the end, when she's sitting at the table... Talking to the girl that won oh, the, that the dance. Oh, that whole monologue, yeah. That whole monologue she does, it was heart-wrenching. It, what, this is so much, in my opinion, this is so much more than just a slasher horror movie. It definitely is a slasher horror oh, movie. Oh, yeah, no, it's more. Okay, but it's, it's also like a straight-up period drama. Oh, yeah. And the shit that happens, to, like, ah, the style, they kept the style from those old-ass movies, and like, it was so good. What was that? <laughs> Yeah, you're one of my children just howled like a, like a <laughs> yeah. wolf, <laughs> turning into werewolves uh-oh, up there. Uh-oh. Um, but yes, period drama, slasher, horror, masterpiece. Yeah, like so, from so from beginning good. to end. Oh my. Absolutely loved it. Is if you that, haven't seen it yeah. yet, you need to go see it. And you don't have to see X first. You no, really don't no. have to see X first. You can just go watch Pearl. But you should see X. Oh, Why for not? sure. Pearl, X is great. Yeah. This was a far superior film to X, in my opinion. I, I liked, I liked X, X a more, lot. actually. Really? Yeah, for it's different more reasons. A, it's more, X is more of a horror movie. Yeah. This has more drama elements. Um, X, I'll say this. X is more fun and maybe a little bit more entertaining. This movie, Pearl, is just... It's beautiful. It's just Everything an amazing, amazing exquisite yeah. movie. Oh, I can't argue with you So, there. anyway, I loved Pearl. Glad I finally got around to watching it. Um, and then the next movie, I'm also not going to talk that much about it because I don't really think it's a horror movie. 
Um, I watched Cocaine Bear. Oh, from, I didn't uh, see it. A little while ago. Just yeah. came out. Uh, 2023. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge of on course, a Georgia criminals. forest yeah. where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. This is loosely based on a news article from 1985. Wow. Uh, I'm going to read the news article. In case nobody's aw- oh, that's in case cool. people aren't going to aware of this. Look I, I actually doing work. Yeah, did, the, uh, did the clip. Cocaine and a dead bear is the actual news article. Oh. Blue Ridge, Georgia, December 22nd. UPI, I don't know what UPI means. But this is 1985. A 170-pound black bear apparently died of an overdose of cocaine after discovering a Jeez. batch of the drug. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said today, the cocaine was apparently dropped from a plane piloted by Andrew Thornton, a convicted drug smuggler who died September 11th in Knoxville, Tennessee, because he was carrying too heavy a load while parachuting. Seriously? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's a real story. Wow. <laughs> so they just took that and they expounded on it. Oh, they sure did. Yeah, they, they made the bear this big, giant, like, like thousand pound, like black bear. Yeah. I don't even know if they get as big as the one as the, probably, I don't know. I don't know how big black bears get. I know they don't get like grizzly bear size. This uh, bear was fucking huge in this movie. I don't know. I'm not a bear uh, expert. Bear expert. Bear spurt. That's what they're called. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> um, but they just took the story and they expounded it. They made the gangsters want like come and like Ray Liotta's his last movie. Yeah. What a what a movie to go out on. Um, he was <laughs> he was really entertaining in this yeah. movie. Yeah. He's great. Um, he comes looking for his cocaine because they're... Um, Where's my cocaine? Yeah, because, uh, you know, this dude died and he needs his cocaine back. And then there's these, there's these like, uh, like it's it said in the synopsis, like, a, uh, uh, what did it say? An oddball group. Yeah. yeah it's definitely an oddball group because there's, like, rangers and there's these... Criminals. Idi- these idiot teenagers. The idiot teenagers were really funny. They think they're going to jump this, like, gangster and this gangster, mm-hmm. like, beats the shit out of them. And there's a mom looking for her kids, and there's like tourists, and there's like all these people, and they all kind of. Have you ever seen Snatch? Yes. It's kind of like that. It's nothing. Yeah, it's oh, nothing like this. Snatch, yeah. but it's like all the characters are like, and they kind of all come together, and their stories yeah, all cross yeah. together in okay. the end. So, um, so I will say this: I enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's super memorable. It but was, it's a bear that does cocaine. Yeah, you're not gonna forget that. But it, that's kind of all it does. Like it's it's a, the bear just does a, cocaine. The, the bear does cocaine and it causes a whole bunch of trouble and it's kind of funny. Um, a whole bunch of silly, funny shit happens. Mm-hmm. It's a really enjoyable movie. I definitely recommend it. But if you're looking for like horror comedy, at the horror was really light and it was only in the form of like gore. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of it. Um, but yeah, it was enjoyable. I don't want to spend too much time talking about it because, like I said, I, there, if you're looking for a horror comedy, this is a comedy that has light horror okay, elements yeah. in it. Um, it's more just, like I said, a straight up silly, zany comedy. That Whoa, w- zany cocaine bear. Zany cocaine. <laughs> uh, it, a lot of it works. It's you know, Like I said, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. I don't think I'll probably watch it again. Maybe someday. But um, kudos to Elizabeth Banks for directing, though. I oh. thought she did a good job. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and it's got all. your favorite girl, Carrie Russell, in it. Oh right, Carrie Russell is in it. Uh, <laughs> she was she was fine in this. I just uh, not a fan. I, yeah, we know. We know. Go listen to our uh, Dark Skies episode. Yeah. You can you can hear how I feel about Carrie Russell. Uh, she bashed horror, the horror genre, in an interview once, and then, and then she then like just, keeps and, getting and, and then roles keeps in getting horror. roles in movies yeah. like this, Come genre on, movies and Come shit. On. Yeah, yeah, because so she like, was in Antlers. Yeah, way to bite the hand that feeds. Mm. Mm, maybe you should shut up. We should Carrie bite Russell. her. We should bite. 
All right, anyway, um, so that's Cape Cane Bear. Recommend it, but if you're looking for horror and gore and blood, it's, mm. it's not really there. But if you're looking for a bear that does cocaine? If you're looking for it, has plenty of that. Oh. All right, now let's get into the movies where I'm actually going to talk about. I watched, so Melissa and I went to Monster Mania. If you saw the Grams, you saw us having a good time. Well, you just saw the shit we bought. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, we sure did buy. We had a ton of fun. Um, it was a good day. But Vinegar Syndrome was there, uh -huh. and they had a deal. Uh, they were running by three of their Blu-rays. Yes. If you don't know who Vinegar, Vinegar Syndrome is, they're a Blu-ray company that like does what old, a name. old, old films. Um, a lot of horror, mm -hmm. mostly genre movies, yeah. but um, some other just like straight up like 80s classics. Um, but they have a ton of Blu-rays. Yeah, and they had cool, a ton there. Some cool cases too. Yeah, uh, yeah, cool artwork, a lot of cool oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and they were doing three for fifty, and like I couldn't turn that up, so yeah. I, I got three. I got this, uh, the Suckling, <laughs> which is an eighties movie. Yeah. Um, I got Dead Heat, mm -hmm. which is a fun buddy cop zombie movie, mm -hmm. and I got oh demon wind yeah I also, got, I also got ticks but that was expensive that was but like that a special edition a special yeah it looked cool yeah that was rad that's one that's like my new favorite blu-ray that i have it's too bad we already did ticks so we can't take fun pictures i know i'm gonna take pictures of it anyway eventually i'm gonna be like i'll watch this yeah. again for the <laughs> thousandth time i'm infested um <laughs> so anyway i watched demon wind which is uh demon wind. I'll, I'll review it right now it's from 19 i don't have that up what year is 1990 Yes, 1990, you're right. I know I'm right. Uh, which is crazy that the, this movie is from 1990. And isn't it, it's about... It's really surprising. It's not about ghost farts either. It's not about ghost to, farts. To uh, my disappointment. I read... Okay, so I, I was telling my friend at work about Demon Wind, and he made that joke. He's like, what is about ghost farts? Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not about ghost farts. And then I went and read some reviews after I watched it. I've seen it before, but like, I want to see what other people thought of it. Like three reviews said, no, this isn't about ghost farts. I was like, really, everyone? Really? We are very mad yeah. and disappointed by that. Yes. Oh, the horror fans are so mature. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Demon Wind. With the need to investigate the mysterious death of his grandparents, Corey and his friends assemble back to the old farm where it all began 60 years later. Do you want to know why that, that synopsis is probably so vague? Why? Because nothing in this movie other than that makes any sense oh. at all. It makes no sense like i said what i just said what i just read about it is the only thing that makes sense out of this plot i'm not gonna even try to make sense this wind or mist rolls in and they're, they're they yeah. get to the cottage they get to this farmhouse all broken down and thing it's all messed up and broken and this mist starts rolling in and i don't know if it's resurrecting people from the dead Mm -hmm. But these like zombie demons wearing like old timey farm clothes. I, I'm gonna go with demons like, because start of the name. Showing up, yeah, but they look like people. They look like zombies that are maybe possessed. Well, I, maybe demons with a low budget. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But then they find this door to get into the cabin. It's broken, and they go in, and it takes the it like teleports them back in time. Oh, I don't know. I hate this. Go Not on. sure what's going on. Uh, and then some of the friends start to turn into zombies. Or demons or whatever demons, the fuck they yeah. are. And that's about all. Of the, and then a, a demon shows up at the end. This cool looking demon shows up at the end. Is this big guy demon. And I, that's all I got. I don't know why he was there. I don't know He's what. He's the boss guy. I don't know what the hell was happening with this movie. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's close to sense that I could make out of this. 
Anyway, here's my review. <laughs> this is a total B-movie, low-budget schlockfest. Schlock. Schlockfest. <laughs> and no, I'm not the only person that said those three things about this movie. No, it, I believe It is you. what it is. This sits, in my opinion, this sits about, I'm going to give it, it sits about two rungs above being total trash. Okay. Like just total, like not fun trash. Yeah. Um, but it has some redeeming qualities. And it is kind of fun. If you can weather some certain things, mm-hmm. um, so I'll start with the positives. There's uh, really the only the only good thing I can really say about this is the effects, the practical effects and the makeup effects. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. Are wonderful. They're really good. Um, they there's lots of oozing slimy demon zombie people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of gross slime shit coming out of people's mouths a lot Ooh. in this movie. A lot of like things coming out of people's mouths. Ooh. Um, and just a lot of gross gore and like bodies exploding and like blood and like mm-hmm. it's it's really fun especially when you get into third act there's a lot of it and there's a cool looking demon i call him the hamburger demon because he <laughs> looks like he's yeah. made out of hamburger meat um and he shows up at the end again not sure why but he's pretty cool looking and so a lot of the effects are and it's got like the 80s style like electricity effects like so many Ooh. people explode and like it's it's really fun in that manner um and that's kind of that's kind of enough for me to like be like ah, all right it was kind of fun um but like i said those are the those are really the only positives yeah. the negatives <laughs> when there's no zombie demons or slime or explosion uh, explosion i don't know what i was about to say explosions <laughs> turn it into you or explosions. Oh, you'll never be this cute <laughs> that's true um it's pretty much total drag when Aww. when there's no gross shit happening it mm-hmm. sucks uh the characters are so annoying and if they're not totally annoying then they're just completely forgettable and bland and they're just like there's no like real defining qualities about any of them other than like one's a jock and one kind of does magic <laughs> oh, and it's just that's like the 80s though I know. but the jock isn't even like a jock he's like kind of nice and oh. he's nice to his girlfriend oh i like, hate that i just it they sucked so bad i wanted all of them to die um and they're all really stupid and like there was one thing a uh, review mentioned that i didn't really pick up on but then when he or he or she whatever the reviewer i read um when i read it, i was like hey that's true None of these people in this movie react to anything that's happening. It's just they see it and they're like, go, go, go. And they like just move on. Somebody yeah. dies, they're like, go, go, go. They don't <laughs> react other than like, we got to move. That's their reaction to everything. Yeah. They don't even react emotionally. They don't really react to anything. And it's weird. And when I read that, I was like, yeah, you're right. That was weird. Um, <laughs> that so was the, weird. The characters are just fucking terrible. Um. Yeah, and the acting is terrible, but not bad enough to be fun. Like it made me think of like I was thinking of like movies where like the acting is so bad that it that it comes full circle to where it's uh-huh. like I like this movie because their acting is so terrible. No. Like in Blood Rage. Yeah. Some of the acting in Blood Rage is just so outlandishly bad that I just want to watch it over and over again. Like, wow, this is amazingly bad. That's not here. It's just good enough to be like, eh, all right. Um, and then I guess if there was if there was almost one other good thing you could say about it, some of the dialogue was fun, some very minimal. There's a mm-hmm. couple of like one-liners and like cheesy quips that people make. Um, 
Like the one jock character and his girlfriend, he has this running gag where he says, it's like, that's why I keep you around. Oh, my. Like it was, I chuckled. It was like, all right, that's kind of funny. Well, you are chuckles. So. And some of, yeah, that's true. Some of the other one-liners were kind of fun, but none of them were, mem- were like memorable. Yeah. I don't remember any of them. And like, I didn't laugh out loud at any of them. Well, you know, that's why I keep you around. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, Demon Wind. Um, I mean, if you're like really into 80s movies, it's, it's, kinda, hey, you it's, bought it on DVD, pal. Well, yeah, I like this movie. Um, this is probably the fourth time I've seen it. Oh, I like it, but I, but like, you have to know me. Like, I will endure anything for a cool monster yeah. or cool oh, that's so slime true, yeah. and gore. Like, I will put up with just about anything if mm-hmm. you tell me, like, oh, there's going to be just a really cool freaking monster at the end. I'll wait. Like, and then if the monster's cool enough, I'll be like, all right, I'll watch that again someday. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, this isn't going to be for everyone, and it did not get good reviews, and it's not, mm, I don't know. Like I said, if you really like 80s movies like I do, and you really like gore and slime and gross-out shit, then, yeah, you should definitely watch this. But if you like a good story and good writing and acting and, like, you like a good, well-made movie, mm-hmm. no. stay far away from this movie. <laughs> it's not for you. Uh, oh, one last thing about it. I see a lot of people comparing this to Evil Dead. Uh, How dare they? I don't, How I dare don't they? agree. There's a minority of people that I read that were like, I don't understand why they're comparing this to Evil Dead. It is a lot like Demons, though. Um, what's his name? You mean like Demon, Mario? Like Deadite? What the hell is his name? Uh, his name went right out of my head. Mario, not Mario Baba. Mario and Luigi? No, Demons, the movie. Oh, Mar- Mario... Lopez? <laughs> Lim, Lim, fuck, fuck, I, I know his name. You could do I'm it. cutting this out to make myself look smart. No. Like I, just, I just knew it off the top of my head. Demons movie. From what? 1985? Yeah. It's Lamberto Bava. Lamberto Bava. Where are you getting Mario from? Well, Mario Bava is another... Oh, sorry. Anyway, this was produced by Dario Argento. Yes. It was so pro- you were close. What was his name again? Lamberto Brava. Lamberto. 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 This was directed by Lamberto Brava. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to laugh. <laughs> Stop. I have to insert it. Stop no. laughing. <laughs> no. I'm just going to do it later. It's just easier for me to splice in if we do it right now. This was directed by Lamberto Brava. <laughs> you're ruining it. I'm going to do it at the end. People <laughs> know how fake this show is. <laughs> Yes, anytime I make a mistake, I delete it and I put something else in. Man. I put the correct. It's my show. I'll do whatever <laughs> I want. All right. Anyway, uh, moving along. I got, I think I got like two more. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I watched 2023's Piggy. Oh, that was on my list, but eh. Did you watch it? No, I never got to it. Uh, well, maybe you will after my review. Definitely not. Definitely not. I'm just going to not watch it out of spite because yep. you suck. That's, that's what I do. Sarah is an overweight teen who witnesses a stranger kidnap a clique of girls who bully her on a regular basis. When police start asking questions, Sarah keeps quiet as she's torn between revealing the truth or protecting the man who saved her. Uh, torn between the truth. I'm going to say torn between the truth or... Watching the clique of girls who bully her go away. Is it wrong if I say fuck them? It's kind of it's kind of both of the of the guy. He didn't really save her. Yeah, right. Like he discovered her bullies. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that synopsis. But anyway, 
Um, I don't want to say too much about the plot because it's one of those movies that the less you know going in, the more enjoyable it's going to be because this movie goes in places you don't think it's going to go. And then it also doesn't go to places you think that it's going to go. Like you think this is, you, you read that synopsis and you think, oh, this is a revenge movie. This is a straight up revenge movie. Like an overweight girl being picked on, body yeah. shamed, everything. You know, she's going to get her revenge. And like, it's a horror movie. So like, yeah. And on the cover, she's just standing there. She's yeah. all bloody. Yeah. So it's giving you an idea. It's like a very loved one I'm shot. not going to say that it's not a revenge movie. But oh. I'm not going to. But I will say that it is more than that. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what I really liked about this movie. Is that it was very unique and well written. And it it went in a whole bunch of different directions that I didn't see coming and i didn't think was going to happen um like i said you think you're getting a straight up black and white cookie cutter revenge movie it is not that at all man i want to watch this now um just looking at it like the movie is about body shaming Mm -hmm. and bullying um but it treats the subject matter more than you know treats it better and more realistic than we normally see it yeah because like the the movies in a uh, the bullies and the victims in a lot of movies that you see are are like one dimensional you know they're like they're mean bitches because they're mean bitches and they just like to pick on people and hurt them and like our hero our protagonist is overweight but she's beautiful on the inside so she shows them and she wins the day and it's all black and white cookie cutter yeah it's feel good and it's like you know we need to look past you know our bodies and this is not that look at our hearts no oh good because it's so fake it's it's not that at all these these characters are like all complex. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're bullies and they're bitches and they're mean, but they're also people. Yeah. And they have families and they also have like one particular character like has, you know, an asshole parent and yeah. like is beat and stuff and like and what's happening to them and you see their families like crying and freaking out about them that they're missing mm-hmm. and like you realize like, yeah, they suck. They're bullies, but they're people and they just got like, you know. But we're it not doesn't gonna... it doesn't justify bullying. No. I'm not trying to justify it at all. I'm just saying that they're more complex than just like those one dimensional like mean girl bitches mm-hmm. in movies. And our hero, our protagonist, also isn't just like I'm gonna show them like I have a big heart and I'm a good person. Yeah, she's not like that either. She treads into some really morally like murky waters. Like she, you know, cool. she walks the line of like, is what she doing okay? Or is it not? Is this wrong? Is this right? Were they wrong? Like, so the movie is fantastically written. And okay. I was I was really captivated by the character, especially the character of Sarah. Um, like I said, you're rooting for her one minute and then you're questioning her for another minute. And then you think that she does it. Like, it's, it's just really good. You don't know what decision she's going to make through the whole movie. Okay. And um, I was slightly disappointed by the ending. Aww. But I can't go into it here. It's still a fairly new movie. Yeah. But, um. But the ending was the ending that it should have had. But I wanted something a little bit more mm-hmm. risky. Okay. But uh, I can tell you off, Mike. Well, unless you're going to watch no, it. No, I'm going to watch it. Um, this but is yeah. actually one that you've convinced me to watch. Yeah, I think you should. I think you'll like it. Um, and aside from the, the amazing writing, uh, the cinematography and the score are great. Mm-hmm. And it has this kind of like 70s exploitation mm. film vibe going on where it feels like it almost feels like it's a throwback movie okay except that cell phones and smartphones are like a huge part of the movie um but yeah i really really liked it well acted well executed great little very unique spanish movie did Mm -hmm. i mention it was spanish you didn't it is a spanish movie um so subtitles sweet um loved it highly recommend piggy 
Now, finally, my last one. I have finally watched Infinity Pool. Wah, 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 wah. 2023. Hold on, I have to burp. I, I don't want to upset Pat. I don't. He listens to this. He's going to be like, why are you guys keep talking about me? <laughs> Ever since. That was like three years ago. Yeah, we'll like never forget. One of the first episodes. We'll never forget. You were like, Pat doesn't like it when you burp. And, I was and like, it's oh. funny because he listens to a podcast that's like, like it's called like the Burping Belching Witches or something. Really? Yeah, and it's like they burp and they talk about horror movies. You know what something. I can't stand a podcast? Stuff. When people eat. Ew, it's so gross. I could take we burping. hear everything. Yeah, like stop it. Yeah, stop it. I can't believe there's podcasts where they eat on the podcast, oh, gosh, like stop. for the podcast. That's stressing me out. It's, it is very stressful. Anyway, Infinity Pool, 2023, directed by Brandon Cronenberg. This is our, th- his, th- our, what? Hold on, my daughter is dead. interrupting our podcast. <laughs> anyway, sorry, my what? six-year-old needed a cell phone charger. <laughs> there a, a, go. <laughs> She's the best. Such a professional. We don't have meatball anymore. We have my kids now. Much worse, much worse. Don't worry, they can't hear us talking. Hopefully, <laughs> um, but yeah, Infinity Pool. Uh, this is this is our third offering from Brandon Cronenberg. Uh, he also did Antiviral, which was amazing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He did Possessor, which was I All thought right. it was okay. And yeah. now there's an Infinity Pool. Spoiler: I Infinity Pool is by far, in my opinion, his best movie so far. Yeah. Antiviral was really really good, but this is this is kind of like this is. It's all the nipples, right? Oh, yeah. Those crazy nipples. Oh, my god, So weird. That really bothered you, didn't it? Yeah. Go watch Species. Tell me about things coming out of nipples. Mm, I'm good. <laughs> Tentacle nipples. Ooh. Uh, the synopsis. James and M. Foster are joining an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional land of La Tolca when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism, reckless violence, and surreal horrors. Ooh. Hedonistic. Uh, this movie's been out for a little bit, so I have some light spoilers. Okay. I'm not going to go into like who and what, but um, I think it's important to know before I get into my review. Um, so the main dude ki- who is played by uh, Skarsgård, I can't remember which one. Um, which one is it? I should have had my IMDb's up. It's not. Is it? Uh, I don't know. It's the one from the Eric. Nope. Made that up. Oh, it's Alexander. Alex. Alexander yeah. Skarsgård. The only one I care about is Bill. Yeah. Um, so Alexander Skarsgård is the main character, and they go off. They go off the resort. They go outside of the resort, which you're not supposed to do because yeah. like the the natives like do not like the tourists. Um, and they accidentally kill one of the, uh, this, one of the local natives. Yes, accident. Um, in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And the country's policy is that if a foreigner kills one of them, a member of the deceased family gets to kill them. Back. Yes. Um, that's cool but the country has struck a deal with the tourist sites because that's probably the only thing bringing any money into the country because mm-hmm. they're very poor and they will clone you for a large sum of money these wow. people this resort is ultra expensive and these people are beyond rich yes, they're the yeah. richy rich 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 you wouldn't be there if you weren't yeah no oh. they have tons of money they're like billionaires um so if you give them a, a bunch of money they will clone you and the family member of the deceased person that you mm-hmm. killed will kill the clone instead of you yeah um so he does that he pays to have the clone and they ha- he has to watch himself basically get killed then he goes back to the hotel and he's like oh fuck that was crazy yes and it then was. he meets these this group of people that have all been cloned before mm-hmm. and they have this little like clone club i guess yes. they go yes. to the resort like every year 
And uh, and that's when all the debauchery and hedonism starts. And there's murders and there's mayhem. There's mayhem. There's there's vandalism. There's sex. There's a lot of orgies. A lot of sex. I don't agree with people saying that this is like a softcore porn. Uh, there's really like two or three spots. There, there is a lot. It's long. Uh, I didn't think it was that. Uh, there are long. I'll give you that. There are long scenes. Yeah. But there's only like two of them. Yeah, but enough time to finish. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then feel guilty after and like what feel was i doing and gross because those <laughs> scenes are really weird um anyway i thought this movie was fantastic i kind of already said it um it was all of the weird that i wanted it to be mm-hmm. uh it was actually pretty straightforward for the first two acts and like easy to follow and i was following this intensely because yeah. this, this is a cronenberg movie yeah. cronenberg brandon cronenberg is very much following in his father's oh footsteps. yeah oh yeah um this is almost like I was thinking like Brandon Cronenberg is almost like an I, not upgraded in the quality of like writing or like the quality of mo- actual movie or like, you know, cinematic mm-hmm. experience. But like he has all the stuff that, you know, his father didn't have in the 80s when he was making movies like this. And uh, it's almost like an upgraded version of like yeah, well, Cronenberg. Yeah. He's going right along the same path. And I love it. No, I agree. Um, so yeah, it was very weird. It was straightforward. So I'm watching this like very intensely try like, and I'm like, okay, I got this. And then there's one thing that happened. I was like, wait, what? what? And yeah. then all this other shit starts happening. Like what the, I can't find, what is real? Well, I have no idea exactly. if any of this is real. And the ending, I'm just like, and the wait. the ending is like, what happened? Yeah. I was doing so well, but that's part of the movie. Oh yeah. Is to like, you're supposed to feel like the main character because the main character totally loses grip with reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah I didn't really mind that it stopped making sense at some point because you're following along with the character and you're like okay this is uh, that's what he's yeah, going through that's yeah. what I'm going through now so excellent job great great offering from I keep saying offering <laughs> uh, yes great to movie us. from Brandon Cronenberg directly to me so he made this movie for me I asked oh him. yeah I was like can you make and it has Mia Goth in it yes Mia Goth I'll get to Mia Goth <laughs> we already talked about her once um Anyway, yeah, uh, some of the visuals during the cloning scenes and drugged oh, out orgy scenes, they take dude. this drug that's like this, it's like ecstasy on mm-hmm. steroids and they see all these weird things and there's lots of sex. Is it like peyote? I don't know. I think that's kind of what I think do. it was made up. No, I don't I think, think it was, was real. Well, yeah, whatever. I don't remember. Whatever's trippy. Where did yeah, we get some? It's very cool scenes. All of the visuals, Brandon Cronenberg does that sort of thing where it's mm-hmm. like all trippy and weird and stuff. Mm-hmm. He does it really, really well. And there's like some like horrific little like snippets of things that happen. You're like ah, like while all this weird trippy lights yeah. and effects and camera effects and very cool. Really liked it. Um, but the thing I liked the most about Cronenberg movies is like trying to pick out like all the themes mm-hmm. and all the little messages that he's trying to leave. Cronenberg was known for that. Brandon, oh yeah, Brandon Cronenberg's doing the same thing. Brandon Cronenberg seems to be obsessed with like humanity and like identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this movie, I really think that's what he was going for. So, uh, so we have a couple of themes. One of them was like he, he definitely. This is probably the most apparent theme in this was like hedonism mm-hmm. and apathy among the super wealthy. Like they're living at this super expensive resort in the middle of this super impoverished country mm-hmm. and they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. They're not afraid of losing any money. They don't care. They have everything. They're not afraid of killing the locals. They're not afraid of anything. They can basically do anything and not have any consequences. So, And I think that's pointing out like some of the 
double standards that yeah. rich people have that they can just get away with anything and that's very true especially in our country it seems like it, it does it's yeah. like rich people the more money you have just the more you can just do whatever you want and get away with it especially if you're in politics if you're some big wig rich big wig in politics you can do whatever you want basically yeah. and it's oh. really upsetting but anyway he's kind of exploring that um this was what i really liked about this and this is Again, I don't know if this is what he was straight up saying. This is my interpretation, and this is kind of what I got out of it, which, you know, everything's open to terms the interpretation. <laughs> um, but just say this was a grain of salt because I'm kind of dumb. Yeah, kind of. But this is what I took out of it. Okay. I felt like he was more looking than just the rich people. I think he was looking more, because you see the main character, he seems like a good person. And he doesn't do any of this crazy shit. Does he seem like a good person? He seems like he has a bit of an ego. He's a writer. He loves yeah, that he loves somebody brought him up. Okay, then I'll yeah. say then. Okay, so then I'll say he's kind of on the border. He's kind of like eh, he's a good person. He didn't seem like he was being too nice or faithful to his nah, wife that's either. True too. I don't honestly maybe, but I just don't think he was a good person. But he wasn't like doing what they were doing. He wasn't like having orgies and killing people. Yeah, he didn't have those opportunities yet. Right. Well, maybe. <laughs> um. But I think it's looking like it's looking at like what what helped like what keeps us maintaining like our humanity like mm-hmm. what keeps us is being a good person or like being a good human being like is it inherent or you know is it in- intrinsic like is it part of who we are or are we good people because we have limitations because we have you know we have boundaries we have consequences for things that we do if we go out and kill somebody. We're going to get thrown in jail. Yes. Or worse, you know. Clones. So we don't do that. <laughs> so do we not go out and kill certain people or kill sometimes because we're good people naturally? And it's just like, no, we don't kill because. Or is it the consequences? Or is it because we're like, if I don't, if I, you know, if I kill that person, I'm a, like, a bad, horrible things are going to yeah. happen and my life will be thrown away and my life will fall apart. Or I'll apart. go right to hell. <laughs> so I think he's kind of looking at that. Like, is it because we've been trained to follow the rules? Mm-hmm. Or are we naturally sympathetic? Are we naturally empathetic? And I think it's a little of both. But I think that's kind of what he's doing with this movie. It's like if you strip all consequences away. Like if you knew you couldn't die. Yeah. And there was no consequences for you. You had some weird immunity in your country. And you knew you couldn't die. Would you just never kill anybody? Just because I'm not going to kill anybody. Because I'm a good person. I've been in at least one situation in my life that I know... If there were no consequences for my actions, I'd have killed somebody. What? Think about it. I would have murdered. Yeah. I would yes, have yes, straight yes, up yes. murdered somebody. Yeah. And I would have felt. It. And I would have felt real good doing it. Ding. Uh huh. Um. Well, you don't know how you'll feel after until. Oh, I think I would have felt. I don't know. I think I felt very good. You might but still they, be. But see, that's another question. You don't know. Is it so? Then that's the whole theme of like. That's what I kind of thought that he was kind of looking at, because these people are just horrible and. I don't think the main character was a good guy, but once he realized that there were no rules, no rules. like then he really became a bad guy. Um, and there was some other stuff, complex stuff going on with his character too, other than that. But um, and then this is a Brandon Cronenberg movie, like I said, who's Jeez, very yeah, much you only said it four hundred fucking fo- times. Following in, follow, following in uh, David Cronenberg, so we get a sci-fi element, and he's mm-hmm. kind of oh look, yeah, kind of looking at the exploring the whole like. Um, um morals of cloning which i love i love that whole aspect of this movie yeah that was fun so there is definitely a strong science fiction Mm -hmm. theme running throughout this movie 
But anyway, I'll stop rambling on. I probably just sound like an idiot and everyone's like, that's not what this movie's about. You're stupid. I really don't know what the movie's about. After I finished watching it, I was like, huh. Okay. Okay. That's a good movie. Google. Uh, Um, uh, Explain this to me, please. Anyway, aside from the writing, the cinematography is absolutely jaw-dropping gorgeous. Yes. Uh, All the acting, everyone's acting is superb. Mm -hmm. Everyone's phenomenal. But once again, Mia Goth 100% Oh my gosh, that scene where she's on the car. When she's on the roof of the car. And and she's she's talking all this shit. What's what's the dude's name? Or when she's like in the car. Jamesy. Yes. She is crazy. Yeah. Her huge ass mouth in this. I loved it. Yeah, she is great. She's phenomenal. She deserves some awards sometime. Like, please. She's she's going to. She'll win something. I just hope it's in a horror movie. Yeah. Because she's like really leaning into horror. Oh, I know. I feel like she likes doing it. Um, I haven't seen her in much else. Uh, I only saw her in that Shia LaBeouf movie. She was even in... Where she's like boning people. She was even in A Cure for Wellness. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Great movie. I think she was a kid in it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, I loved Infinity Pool. I'm a Brandon Cronenberg fan, and I can't wait to see what else he has in store for us. Great. That's all I got. Sorry, wow. I got a little rambly. Next week, I no, that was dope. I won't. I won't do so much. No, no it was wasn't good. dope. It was. It's like I want to be done with the whole episode now. Oh no! Well, <laughs> like, Psycho won't take very long. No. It's literally just like. Why a are we doing Psycho? You picked it, Why dummy. Why did I pick Psycho? It's a good movie. It doesn't need to be long. Moving on. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a break. Melissa's gonna drop some links, and we will be right back. <laughs> Hey freaks! First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right. This is a trailer for... Psycho! Psycho! 1960. Quiet little motel. Quiet little motel. motel. It has now become known as if you don't know who that is, of the crime. It's Alfred Hitchcock. Bitchcock. Oh. Alfred we have Bitchcock. 12 vacancies. <laughs> you know this is the first place that looks like it's hiding from the world? Wow. I think that we're all in our private traps. Mm. Clamped in them. So profound. Wow. That's it? Yeah. And none of us can ever get out. Is anyone at home? Oh, that, that, uh, that must be my mother. His mother? Yeah, this is definitely like a Blu-ray trailer. I'll allow it. You'll allow it? Yes. It took me 15 <laughs> minutes to, yeah. to get it. Oh, no one got to hear <laughs> you complain. Yeah, sorry. I did. Sorry. What are you running away from? She looked like a wrong man. Blood, blood. None of your beeswax, bozo. Yeah, beat it, bozo. <laughs> it's not as if she were a, a maniac. <gasps> <gasps> that 
That was last time. That was last episode, Anthony Perkins. He knows too You're much. You're in the wrong movie. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Mm, don't we all? It's true. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. A fly. A fly. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, then. All right. Okay, then. What now? Uh, we're doing a synopsis, right? Yeah, but you gotta... Why don't you... <laughs> oh my gosh. The synopsis. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> a phoenix secretary embezzles $40,000 from her employer's client, goes on the run, and checks into a remote motel run by a young man under the dominion... Dominion, nope. Domination of his mother. Yes. <laughs> I, sort of is she working for she's working for a real realtor company yeah i right? think they're yeah. realtors right yes I, every, they are I, like, real realtors i real, always really. like get a little confused and like it's definitely not a bank she has to take no. the money to the bank but, yeah it's a realtor and, and he's that there, guy wants to pay the annoying guys in there he wants to pay cash for a house yes okay so they have to be realtors yes i don't think they fully say that mm. maybe they do no sort of because he's like oh my buy it but anyways <laughs> moving on moving on your initial thoughts i think i went Melissa. first last time but i can go oh, first you want me to again go first? this time it doesn't matter i have nothing written down okay well then i will go no um, i can go first no i'll go it's I fine go first. i already want to go wanna, i just want to wing it um because yours is gonna be better than mine so no it actually it won't because i'm just winging it too <laughs> why are we doing this movie go ahead um i th- obviously you know you talk to people about classic horror films and you're like oh memorable murder scenes and stuff and you're like what is the movie you think of obviously this is one that always comes up you know yeah, psycho has a lot of, of most memorable murder scenes iconic that, scenes yeah. that's what this movie is um this is an iconic movie it is sure. iconic horror i love so much about it the score to just the creepiness the way it's acted all of the direction is great i think alfred all hitchcock is a booger but yeah it's disappointing i guess we'll have to go back into that again too not People really. That really listen to the last one i mean we can mention it but yeah, we'll mention it but i just think like there's not much to say about this movie it's i wouldn't say a masterpiece because like i mean it could be a masterpiece you, of horror yeah you wouldn't call this a masterpiece i would but it's i one feel of the like most influential horror movies oh it absolutely is time. and i love that but the problem is like people who don't watch horror and who just or only watch horror now like are going back to it and they're gonna be like wow this isn't that exciting but i think it's great I mean, there's so many great things yeah, about this movie. Yeah, I think movie. you have to keep in mind that it's 1960. Yes, and it does some great stuff. It, yeah. It's 1960, and this is like unforgettable. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we've seen enough old stuff that we know. Like, yeah, you have, I watch you a lot to, of classical stuff. You have to stuff, put so. your stuff yourself into that yeah. time period. Yeah, I, I guess I see what you're saying. Like, you could have some person that grew up on like 2000s horror. Yeah, or somebody uh, who's just like, more. I only watch elevated horror yeah. now. Yeah. Don't say that on this elevated podcast. Elevated horror. Don't, no, we don't. My heart is elevated. We don't use that term. I'm on the elevator and I'm going up. The term is derogatory and offensive to horror fans. Elevated. Please don't use it. You think I'm joking too? Oh no, I I'll know. I'll kick you off the show. Please do. I'm just kidding. Please I, do. I, I want to go home. Please. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wasn't offended. But anyways, that's it. That's I do all. hate that term though. It is. It is offensive to me actually. it does not, when elevate. I read that, when it does I read, not elevate your feelings when i stop it never mind we don't have to go into that conversation you yeah because uh, you rant about this all the time and i'm sure uh, if anyone's listened to any of our other probably. episodes they're gonna know what you're talking about fuck that term 
It really does like put <laughs> oh, us down. Oh my gosh, it move does. on. We're not like this is the worst term. We're not like a group of people that I are am. beaten down on a, and need to complain. I am a group of people. Yes, we are. No, we're not. We are oppressed. <laughs> Horror fans are oppressed. Just look at the Oscars. Need them? We do. No, we don't. We the horror is a legitimate genre. No, because genre. we also we also want to keep our horror to ourselves, and we don't want to share. Yeah. Also, they start opening up the Oscars like you don't deserve that yes, movie. No, you don't like it like we like it. We want to be in the Oscars, but we don't want to be. Yeah. There. So anyway, moving on. Uh, my initial thoughts. This like like I keep saying I don't know why I picked this movie. Like, what more are we going to add to the sixty-four year long conversation that has been had in this movie? We're two dummies. Like yeah. this movie, it, it this movie good. This movie, good movie. Everyone like movie. Um, <laughs> it's um, I think I think it's a masterpiece. Okay, cool. I think it's a flawless movie. Cool. Um, I agree with you there. I think it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Anthony Perkins is creepy Phenomenal. and unhinged. Yeah. Um, they pull your the rug out from you. Oh yeah. Like in the middle of the movie, you're like, what? What? And there's what the more. Hell? And. <laughs> I just think, yeah, it's great. I've seen it. I haven't seen it very much. This isn't personally. I'm I'm saying this more from an appreciative point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the way I appreciate The Shining or the way I appreciate any, like, movie that is obviously, yeah. like, a masterpiece and well-made and oh, just yeah. really good. This isn't one of my personal favorites. Like, I don't watch this over and over again. I've, okay. probably, I've probably seen this three times, oh. four times. Mm. I don't watch it like that. Okay. Well, if you know me, which you do, yeah, you know that this is that's just... unfortunate for me. <sighs> it's always... Yeah, it's got to be two two decades later for you to have no, a super boner for it. Yes, true. Yes, it's you only just... have a super boner for eighties no, horror movies. No, that's not true. That's Awful eighties. No, if you look movies. at what I like, I like I like cosmic horror. I like monsters. Schlocks. I like schlock. <laughs> I like trash. I like gore. I like monster. I think I already said monster. Yeah. But you like it so much. Um, but like, but so like a a kind of like creepy slasher murder psychological murder mystery psychological thing. It's that doesn't have like really any gore or mm-hmm. blood. That's it true. has some blood. Yes, it's not really gonna like knock my socks off. But from a person that appreciates movies for movies, I I yeah I appreciate this movie one hundred percent. And if we didn't have Psycho. We, yeah, we oh, wouldn't we have, have had a lot of, lot of other movies oh, that I actually so love. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten to the super gory mm-hmm. stuff that I like in the 80s, the 80s slashers, yeah. the 70s exploitation films, and the 60s. You know, we wouldn't have got. Well, yeah, we probably still would have gotten there. But, you know. But, but we wouldn't have paved gotten. Away, yeah. Psycho paved the way for a lot of things. It was a very racy movie at the mm-hmm. time, and it was very. Score alone, man. Shocking. The oh, score alone. The score is. Every. For chef's kiss. Almost Mwah. everything about this movie is iconic. Yeah. Absolutely, I can't disagree. Um, and One the bit. score has been copied countless times. I mean, we copied the score in this show. Yeah. For the freaky favorites. Uh, what that's, are you talking about? That was all me. No, that's but but this, uh, I used the use that behind it. Um, so yeah, I like and like I don't know what we're gonna say. That's we're not gonna, gonna say much, but we're gonna yeah, just this say is something. Probably gonna be a short one. I don't and know. That's why I cool. This. The one of the reasons that I don't like to pick huge benchmark movies like this. Is because like, what what more do you want to hear about Psycho? What more can be said about it? Like it's a it's a flat out masterpiece that's mm-hmm. been talked about for so decades and decades and decades, um, and it's celebrated in the horror community like almost like no other movie is. It's you know it's Psycho, 
So anyway, love this movie. I think it's great. I, I really enjoyed my, I'm going to say my fourth or fifth time I've seen it. But yeah, cool. awesome. Hell the, yeah. The score got stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. I was like humming it all through. I was going, mm-hmm. <laughs> like when yeah, you drive yeah. that was probably a horrible rendition it though. was <laughs> I, it wasn't even close but you know when she's like driving and then the car I know and I just, yeah. the music but yeah and then she's driving oh yep she, she was doing a lot of driving she did a lot of driving which is great because they alfred focus hitchcock, on her face alfred hitchcock loves it when people drive yes he likes watching people driving cars that we saw that in the birds. You know, Quentin Tarantino has feet. Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock got had, cars yeah. driving. Cars, driving cars. Yes, and attempted rape. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he likes those things. Yeah, what a fucking... Okay. Uh, right. no, moving we don't on. have to go into that. No, we won't. Just Alfred Hitchcock. Disclaimer, he sucks. Yeah, go read about uh, Tippy. Uh, what's her name? Hendren. Tippi Hedron? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that on our birds episode. So yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Alfred Hitchcock is one of the greatest directors of all time. Yeah. Unfortunately, he should have been shut down after yeah. a while. <laughs> not a good person. Yeah, not really. Okay. Um, spoilers. Ahoy, hoy. Oh, boy, boy. Let's do some frightening facts. <laughs> frightening facts. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Remember when I realized they used that scream? That scream I took from, I don't remember where I took it from, some stock sound. Mm-hmm. And it was on one of the Dunkin' Donuts Halloween yes. commercials. <laughs> they used the same scream that made me happy. Um, okay, so we got some frightening facts here for you. Uh, oh, sorry, not frightening facts. You have a thing to do. Damn it. We have a new segment before frightening facts. Yes. I totally forgot. It's called parents guide we should make a thing parents guide now i have an idea that Ooh. we're gonna i should have i wanted to make it for this one but i didn't next time next time um all right give us so the guide. this parents guide is much longer than oh. maniac i might skip some of these all right so we got a couple of categories we've got sex and nudity violence and gore profanity alcohol drugs and smoking frightening and intense scenes and we are going to determine whether your children can watch this or oh. not. oh spoiler it's from 1960 most things from 1960 you can let your children watch <laughs> they've probably fair. seen worse in cartoons uh so sex and nudity the film contains some mild sensuality yeah. and innuendo nah. uh the famous shower scene shows no nudity and nothing inappropriate nothing inappropriate what was not like a murder i mean it was appropriate okay <laughs> Uh, two people are seen getting dressed. It is implied that they had <gasps> sex. They nothing, had sex? Gra- nothing graphic in the slightest. A man watches a woman undress. Yes. Nothing is shown except for her in a bra. Oh. In Norman's parlor, there are some paintings of nude people. Very hard to see nipples. Oh, I didn't even notice. Can't even really see the nipples. No nipples. That's what this person added. Yeah. Can't really see those nipples. Well, thanks, pal. Which is what you really you don't want your kids seeing nipples. Yeah. If your kids see nipples. They will turn out gay. I was just going to say that. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, it's very... You don't yeah. want that. You don't want them seeing nipples. No, no nips. It's bad. <laughs> Marion is seen in her bra at least twice for an extended period of time. <laughs> Lots of cleavage. Actually yeah. not because those are full <laughs> frontal, like full protection yeah, bras. No, they're lying. Those are like boosties. But I feel no. like the person writing Bras-ears. this was like, was like, Lots of cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> no nudity though. Bummer. Isn't that? Oh yeah, whatever. There's no explicit nudity in this movie, whereas there are a few mild ones. We see a woman in a. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, is there anything? That's it. We oh, 
oh no. you might not want your kids to no. see this we also see a lot of kisses in the movie no mm. uh the shower scene also contains nudity where as it's blurred no it's no not. you don't see anything no. and nothing explicit is shown although you although you see the overall shape of the person's body easily oh no that might turn your kids gay it's true. Stop saying that. Yeah. I feel like that's the kind of people that write this shit, though. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're going to be corrupt. They're going to want to have sex with everything. Uh, and then the <laughs> last one, <laughs> no sex is shown. Sex with everything. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to rip their clothes off if they see this movie. Ew. It's so lewd. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no sex. <laughs> violence and gore. Body count, three. Body wow. count means something different now. Yeah, but who's counting that anymore? While a man, I am, and I'm judging. Why? Uh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. You're just judging because you're jealous. Because I'm jealous. Jealous of you getting with all those dudes. Hey. While a man, just kidding. I am very straight. Uh, while a man. <laughs> this is going all the sure rails. Sure you are, pal. Hey, I just I can appreciate a good-looking man. That's all. Okay. Secure enough. That's fine. You know what? That's fine. While a man is going up the stairs, he is slashed <laughs> with a knife across his face before falling down for oh, a long Lord. time. I might add. Falling he down f- like it slipped on a banana peel. For five friggin' minutes falling down the stairs. It was not stairs. falling. He was like on a skateboard or something. That, that scene always makes me laugh. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Like, I get what you're trying to do, and it probably looked great in 1960. No, it was, it was goofy. goofy. <laughs> with a knife across the face before falling down a long staircase and dying i laugh every time profanity mild alcohol okay. that's all we got for that alcohol yeah. drugs and smoking besides the scene in which a man smokes the drug and alcohol content of this movie is non-existent uh mm. nobody drinks in this i don't recall don't they have a drink when they go to the commissioners the police commissioners they do. or the police chief's um house they say they're joked about it between two men i don't know what that means so maybe I don't know. Huh. Beats me. I could have sworn they had a drink there. Um, besides the scene in which a man smoked uh, when drinking alcohol. And I thought she smoked. About. I thought there's definitely smoking. Yeah, in this there's movie. more smoking in this movie. Because uh, that was more normal then. Frightening and intense scenes. Bernard Herrmann's score can be scary and suspenseful. Oh, they're not wrong. The stabbing violins in the iconic shower scene are startling and intense. It is. It's beautiful. Rated R for violence, terror, and mild sensuality. sensuality. Wow, man. They were strict back then. Uh, this film contains substantial suspense that at times transcends the plot, although the story is engrossing a good portion of the... At- wow, this person's Wow, who the flips? Cinema the- scholar. A good portion <laughs> of the atmosphere arises... From scenery and music, which alone may frighten younger viewers. Stop. Dude, my kids would not be frightened by this no. movie whatsoever. They might be bored. They would be hella bored. Yeah, it's not for them. They would not care. The most blatant instance of violence occurs relatively early on and serves to heighten the suspense of the rest of the film. Many scenes in the movie are frightening. Okay. Mm, all right. Mm. I'm not going to spoil territories because the parent's guide isn't about spoilers. Yes. It's about whether or not you can let your kids watch this movie. What's and I say verdict is... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Let them watch it. They're not going to want to because they're going to be bored. <laughs> and they're but not yeah. going to find anything anything about it scary. No, or um, interesting. Or interesting, I don't think. They won't find the violins scary. Yeah, no, they will we'll find them annoying. Yes, we'll <laughs> just give them their phones and let them play Roblox. Yeah, you there know? you go. We don't. So yeah, go ahead. Try and get your kids to watch this. I dare you. Um, but that's it. That's it for Parents Guide. I like it. I like it a lot. I do like Parents Guide. It's fun. 
Um, and now on to frightening facts. Frightening yes, I'm playing facts. it twice. <laughs> so nice, play it twice. The segment's so nice, we played it twice. You're going to give us a... The crew and cast. Yeah. This is directed by Alfred Hitchcock and written by Joseph Stevano, who wrote a screenplay from based on the novel by Robert Block. Have you read it? Nope. Really? I have not. I really thought I this know. would be one that you read. I somehow missed it. Cast, Anthony Perkins as uh, Norman Bates, our antagonist. Mm-hmm. Vera Miles, John Gavin, Janet Lee, mm-hmm. the wonderful Janet Lee, who gave birth to Jamie Lee Curtis. Martin mm-hmm. Balsam, John McIntyre, Simon Oakland, Frank Albertson, Patricia Hitchcock, uh, who is obviously Alfred Hitchcock's wife. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah she gets a role. It, yeah. It even huh. makes it so much better that he was married to. You know? Wow. Um, Laureen Tuttle, John Anderson, and Mort Mills. <clears throat> the budget for Psycho. Uh, sorry. Let me bring this up. Uh, it was released in the United States on September 8th, 1960. Um, its budget was 806947 estimated. And it grossed $32 million Ooh, worldwide. Oh. A huge Ooh, success. Wee. Which is not surprising at all. No. Uh, hour and 49 minute runtime. Okay. Okay. Scraping the bottom of the barrel here. And that's it. Okay. I'll give you some facts. Give us some trivia. Okay, first off, whoever wrote all this trivia kept calling him director Sir Alfred Hitchcock. Well, I'm not going to say the sir in front of it every time because, like, how pretentious. Fuck. Um, anyways, director Alfred Hitchcock was so pleased with the score written by Bernard, Bernard Herman that he doubled the composer's salary. Hitchcock later said 33% of the effect of Psycho was due to the music. Ironically, he was originally adamant that there should be no music in the shower scene, but he was persuaded by his wife to give it a try. The screeching violins and dire strings, which would inspire the music for Jaws, ended ending up ended up selling the scene and driving theatrical audiences beyond anything they have ever experienced yeah that's really that's that's got to be the most iconic oh, yeah. part of this movie is those especially in it's during that scene you know i mean whenever when i, I remember in the in like the 90s and watching sitcoms and stuff and watching shows mm-hmm. whenever a non-horror movie would reference would have like a stabbing or yeah. like a, yeah. they would always, always play that because yeah. people knew what it would be like oh i know that because yep. like they would always yeah when the cast and crew began work on the first day they had to raise their right hands and promise not to divulge one word of the story alfred hitchcock also withheld the ending part of the script from his cast until he needed to shoot it what a dick <laughs> <laughs> why Is he I, trying to keep, I mean there's so many other things that make him a dick but like I just any reason now um after the movie's released alfred good hitchcock thing, t- good thing tom holland wasn't wasn't on his movie huh <laughs> Oh, because, yeah, he's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he spoils everything, yeah. I've never seen a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, by the way. What? Nope. Really? Nope. I stopped watching a lot you of that. You used to be a huge Marvel fan. Uh, yeah, but it's, like, too much. Too much? Yeah. It's, like... Meh. I like the Marvel movies. Um, but yeah, I like some. Anyways, this is the end of the Marvel podcast, so <laughs> keep going. Um, after the movie's released, Alfred Hitchcock received an angry letter from a father of a girl who refused to shower after seeing this movie. Hitchcock <laughs> sent a note back simply saying, send her to the dry cleaners. <laughs> Wow, how funny. That is kind of funny. Walt Disney refused to allow Alfred Hitchcock to film at Disneyland in the early 1960s because Hitchcock had made, and I quote, that disgusting movie Psycho. Yeah, people were really up in arms about this. Yeah. This was a very controversial, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess so. 
And here's my last fact. Every theater that showed this movie had a cardboard cutout installed in the lobby of Alfred Hitchcock pointing to his wristwatch with the note saying, the manager of this theater has been instructed at the risk of his life not to admit to the theater any persons after the picture starts. Any spurious, spurious, attempts to enter by side doors, fire escapes, or ventilating shafts will be met by force. The entire objective of this extraordinary, extraordinary policy, of course, is to help you enjoy Psycho more. Alfred Hitchcock. What a guy. It's a little pretentious. See? I'm telling you. <laughs> there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah, I think he was kind of full of himself. Oh, I mean, that you're making these masterpieces. Well, I would be too. I wouldn't be doing I, the things he I was mean, doing, but I would be full of myself. I mean... I'm full of myself just being hot, you know? I don't know, man. <laughs> the more I think about like how influential, how Hitchcock is, the more I think like maybe it was okay that he did those things. I will slap no, the shit out of you. Start playing the psycho music because you're getting stabbed. Is killing me. No, that's absolutely apprehensible what he did. Um, uh, let's not bring that up anymore. Yeah, let's just, right. There's so many other great and wonderful people involved with movies. That's a whole conversation we can have one of these days where I don't believe in throwing out an entire movie because the director was a piece of shit because there's also like all of the crew, the mm. writers, the cast, the actors. We're not going to get into score. separating the art from the artist because I feel like that debate will go on long and hard and like Oh really? No so one so can, you don't feel how I feel? I feel like it's hard to separate. Sometimes it is. Like lots of examples like J.K. Rowling, like fuck that bitch. Or I like Jeepers Creep. But yeah, she's and the, that too. But she's the only one that wrote those books. Yeah, but like She's the, the only movies, one. like like other people worked on those movies, the right. video games, and I just, you know, and then you have like music-wise, like R. Kelly, like example. like So yeah. it's like hard to, I don't want to get into the debate because it will be mm. a totally different podcast and everyone else has a different opinion. Our yeah, listeners are definitely going to be like, what the heck is going on? So yeah, I guess we don't need to have that conversation. Let's not. I'm pretty sure like every other horror podcast has had that conversation too. Probably every movie yeah. podcast. No one needs to hear it's it. It's kind of an old, old debate. Mm-hmm. For like everything, movies, and yeah. music, and I, I go back and books. forth. Like, there's I, shitty people out there for yeah, everything. So. Yeah, I, I see both sides. I don't know, but anyway, uh, is that the end of? That's that. Okay, now we're getting to some spookcifics. What do we have to say about this movie specifically? Oh, you can go first. Okay, so we'll start with the score. Obviously, love it. Yes, can't say enough about that. Um, you could tell where other movies were inspired by it. Um. We already said all this. I know. I just like to just get that out of the way. Um, so, in this movie, like, let's jump to Marion is in the office, uh-huh. the real estate office, and mm-hmm. then you got the guy, the customer, the client who's wearing a giant cowboy hat. Okay, whatever. And he's showing, he's a weirdo. He's a weird one. He's, he's annoying. He's as like fuck. hitting on her some weird way. He's showing her a picture of his 18 year old daughter. Oh, yeah. He's straight up hitting on her. For he sure. uses lines like thirst aroni yeah. yeah, which is a runner-up for my favorite quote, by the way. Um, yeah. Oh, so he gave me like one of my favorite quotes, too. He is a character. He is, he is a character. And it was like, are they trying to make it seem so like he's kind of slimy? So, yeah, take the money, girl. Take the money. I think maybe. Yeah. That was it? That was it. <laughs> I want me to move on to something else? No, no. That guy was super annoying. I had some stuff about him. Oh, like, Thirstaroni. Let's go. Like, he's... Yeah, Thirstaroni, man. <laughs> he, he couldn't... I just think it's funny when you watch it because he couldn't have barked up the, the, the wronger tree. Yeah. Like, he is, he is, like, trying to basically, like, 
buy her off. Like he's like, I have all this yeah, money. Like, yeah, go you on should a get date with me. me. Like go on a date. Like I'm like you know basically saying like I can be your sugar daddy. And she got a little cutie Sam Loomis over and there. And she cares so little about money she's yeah. the opposite of a gold digger she doesn't give a shit about anything so then this guy take it so it's funny that they juxtapose like this guy who's trying to buy this woman and this woman it's great writing really because she's like the solar opposite but then of that. why does she steal the money because she wants sam sammy loomis and she's like this guy has a billion dollars yeah he's a piece of shit he just hit on me yeah like, he I'm doesn't taking the need money. it he doesn't need it he's yeah. buying a cash he just he just ranted about how $40,000 is basically nothing to mm-hmm. him. So I'm going to take it. And we could get to that right now. Okay. So she takes the money and runs. Um, first of all, like, was it was it that easy to just do that and drop out and run? I guess so. Because, like, like did she really think she was going to get away with it? Because she, like, she takes the money and she's like, I'm going to do this. But even on the drive... She's playing in her head, like, all of the stuff Which that, I love. Oh, yeah, they're playing that music. That was the music I was the trying music, to hum. The music, and she's got that dialogue in her head. In her head. Of, like, and, but she, yeah. But the dialogue is basically, like, how she's not going... All the ways she's not going to get away with this. Yeah, and she's, like, thinking about... So like, she's already, situations. like... She took the money and she ran, and she's already, like, I'm not going to get away with this. But she sticks to it. You know what? She already went for it. She, uh, why yeah. not? Commit. And, like, she's not even convinced it'll work. Like, and she's still doing it anyway she's still like this i'm gonna get caught i'm gonna go to jail but i'll be with sam that dude must have had an enormous penis uh yeah he was such a cutie <laughs> i agree uh nah, yeah do crazy things for people do crazy they things for do. love i wouldn't understand um so yeah but then also like she's really bad at this mm-hmm. like she is comically bad She's hella suspicious with everyone yeah, she runs into. Yeah, she's like looking around her it's shoulders, almost, looking at the cops. It's almost yeah. adorable. I think like it is adorable. Like how like naive and stupid she yeah. is. Yeah. She's super shifty with the cop. She's not a good she liar. She gives him no reason to trust her. Yeah. Um. She's even shiftier with the car salesman. And he's like, what's going on here? Like she can't stop and like play it cool and make yeah. it seem real for a second. She's just like, I gotta get out of here. Why? Your yeah. rushing is making you look guilty. Yeah, she was like, um, what's no so wrong with that? I don't want to test drive it. Let's go. No one's following her that she knows of yet. I mean, that cop is right there, though. Right, but he's only following her because she acted so yeah. suspicious. She could have been like, she could have given him a fake reason. She could have been like, I didn't mean to fall asleep so fast, like that way. Yeah. She could have had a conversation with him to calm him down and to like put him at ease. She doesn't. She's just like, mind your own business. I got to get out of here. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's already. Am, late, I, am yeah. I being detained for anything? Am I under arrest? Get out of here. Leave me alone. I didn't do anything wrong. Like, okay, yeah, you're gonna make a cop real suspicious if you're acting. And that he's way. already got that stern brick face that they give cops yeah. in the sixties. So yeah, that was, was uh, that was um, Mort Mills. Mort Mills. Mort Mills. He was in other stuff too. Probably also played cops. Yeah, he's he, got the perfect, he looks like, like a cop. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's in a lot of westerns. Apparently, I don't know. Um, ah, he's the sheriff. Got it. But like she's clearly just not cut out for this at all. This no. is a much. This is a, an ill-advised endeavor for her. She yeah. Is, she is not. Because she like also like gives like she gives a fake name when she signs yeah, the book, but that, then she yeah. also says her real yeah. last name at some point. She 
she writes down one fake name when she gets to the basement. Mary hotel. Samuels, yeah. And Samuels is Sam. Yeah. So there's a connection there. You've yeah. already given a clue. And yeah. then also when she's talking to Norman Bates. He's like, what's your name? She gives him the wrong name yeah. and he figures it out. Of he's course. like, oh, and that's why he's like, yeah. He's she's... like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill her. Yeah. Of course I am. <laughs> Disposable. <laughs> yeah. D- like, dis- there's no dispendable. problem. No problem here. <laughs> she is horrifically bad at this. But she has great eyebrows. She does. And she she's gorgeous. Yeah, Janet so beautiful Lee is very woman, pretty, yeah. yeah. All right, your turn. <laughs> My turn, thanks. Um, okay, let's see here. I just really think that's so funny. Every time I watch it, she's adorably stupid. I know, I love it. <laughs> um, Norman Bates is a big old weirdo, obviously. 12 vacancies, 12 cabins, go, go, go. Also, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. sandwiches and milk. What an absolute fucking psycho. Milk? I knew milk? you were going to bring up milk. milk? There is nothing wrong milk. with drinking milk, milk with a couple of sandwiches. You are a psycho if you just go, yes, let me get that nice crisp cup of milk. Crisp <laughs> cup of milk. A good cup of milk is pretty crisp. I'll give you that. Psycho. I am not a psycho because I drink milk. Mm. Anyways. Second episode back. You're already berating me for you- drinking milk. Welcome home. <laughs> welcome, welcome home. So, yes. But they really are showing. It is a thing in he's cinema. It's weird. I disagree that it's weird to drink milk. But they do use it in movies to symbolize a childlike. Yes. And that's exactly what uh, they're going for. Like psyche or mm-hmm. whatever. Yes. So, um, also, I love Anthony Perkins, the way he delivers his lines and his facial expressions. He's just so off-putting. It's perfect. He's so awkward. and Yes. Like, and they he really actually makes this movie for me it feels like there's certain parts like going off of what you said there's certain parts where he where he stutters oh, and yeah, he kind when of he like, starts getting nervous and he's, getting, he's like but it seems it almost seems like he messed up his lines and kept going and yeah. alfred hitchcock was like no that's what we need like yeah. it's okay if you mess up your lines just keep going because this guy's supposed to be real like shifty and yeah, nervous yeah he's getting nervous and the way he's when he's answering questions from that like oh, um, from the, not the detective the but the yeah and he's just like yeah he start gives himself away he's like stuttering yeah, and he's, he's like, like going oh, back shifty. His words. he's like yeah he does nervous oh, shifty amazing. really well yeah yeah and there's like this shot of him talking a profile with Marion, and there's like this taxidermy owl like looking. It's like looming Dude, in the background. Badass. It was like subtle but really smart shot. Like it was yeah. just creepy. Yeah, there's a lot of creepy scenes in this. I will never, and I don't know what it is about it. Um, it's just it's just one of those things that you see and and it creeps me out. Like I, I don't know why. Like I've seen this movie, like I said, like five yeah. times, but every time we see we it, this will never not be creepy to me. The first time we see the Bates house. Oh, I love it. It's not the looming. motel. The, the actual yeah, the house, house on the hill. It's like on the hill looming. It's and so you, beautiful. you look up and you see Norma Bates walk across the window. Yes. Chills every time I see it. Amazing. It's so, it's framed so perfect. Mm-hmm. The like stormy backdrop, the oh. black house. It's the only light on in the house. Mm-hmm. And you see this weird woman walk across. It's so good. Like that scene, like that little bit. And then it's also fun. Like knowing that, like, oh, that's Norman, but it's yeah. still fucking creepy. Yes. Well, if the first time you're watching it and you're oh, not the first sure, time you're, right, yeah. you're like, what? even even 63 years later, like, yeah. it's still pretty creepy. Oh, it's absolutely creepy, and I love that house. It's just up there. It's disturbing. Let's talk about the house. Let's talk about. Uh, I have a list here I made oh. of some other iconic because the Bates House is one of the oh, most yeah. iconic 
creepy houses in horror. There's a lot of creepy houses in horror. Yeah. I let's go. I didn't dig too deep. Like these are mostly just like um, popular ones. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really think of any like that were more iconic than this that were like maybe obscure. Okay. Couldn't really come up with anything. These are kind of like the ones we all know, but let's talk about it anyway. Okay. Um, and I'm talking about houses that look spooky from the outside. I'm not talking about like the inside. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm just talking about ones that like shots of the house creep creep me out. Um, the Amityville house. Oh yeah. Creepy house. The Parent House, which is kind of the same as the Amityville House mm-hmm. um, in The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the McNeil Home in The Exorcist. Uh-huh. The House on Haunted Hill. Okay. In House on Haunted Hill. No. The original one. Yes. The remake. With Vinci. The remake is creepy too, eh. but it's not really, it doesn't look like a house. Yeah. It's like a building. It's like an asylum. Uh, the Overlook Hotel, mm-hmm. obviously, in The Shining. And I know it's popular, but it's. It's like the, it's it's the one that would creep me out the most. It's the one house that I would see and I'd be like, "Fuck that, I'm <laughs> out of here." The house, the cabin in Evil Dead. Yes, nope, I'm not. I'm staying. already my like. Amanda and I had this conversation a little while ago. Like, what's what's the most what's the scariest setting for you? Yeah. And she's like, the ocean. If I in the middle of the ocean, a little yeah. boat. I'm I, with her on that. She's one. like, I don't I'm like terrified. Yeah. I don't want to be there. For me, it's. It's the forest, like at dusk or at night. Oh yeah, I am terrified of the forest. Like, if you wanted to really scare me, like blindfold me and drop me in the middle of the forest. You were cool doing shrooms in the middle of the woods in the Poconos, though. Yeah, it was cool because uh-uh. you guys were there. Uh-uh. And, like, I was open. I opened the door and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. But I was also like kind of working against that. Yeah. And like keeping myself calm and just enjoying it. Yeah. But like, and also when I'm when I'm inebriated at all. I'm much more brave. Yeah. I am brave. I will fight anyone. I will Beer do anything. Yeah. Sure muscles. But if you if you drop me in your cabin, if I was alone mm-hmm. in the Poconos in the dead of winter in the middle of the night alone, yeah. I would I would have to be drunk. Dude, I sleep with a knife under the pillow when I'm there. I get so freaked out. I would have to be drunk. Yeah. And yes, I would sleep with a weapon yeah, around me. There's I, pro- always I wouldn't one. I probably wouldn't sleep. That's just because I don't like being alone really mm-hmm. anywhere at night. Ever. Same. I don't like, I mean, I'm fine with being like alone at home mm-hmm. in my house. Right. But if I have to, if, if I have to like sleep alone, if Amanda's like out for the night, like when Molly was born, mm-hmm. um, she didn't mind if I went home because they were just sleeping. She yeah. was like, you can go home, take care of the house, do some chores, whatever. And I did. And I was, a, I was a, alone at home and I was like, shit, I have to sleep alone. I got drunk every night oh, that I man. did that. I've been I sleeping all. Oh, I have the dog. I was like, I don't sleep alone because I have the dog and the cats. But it's been pretty nice. Lots yeah, of space. Lots more room for activity. For I can't. I don't like sleeping alone. I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping with somebody else in the house for almost my whole life, mm. and I don't like it. And yeah. I don't like the woods and the cabin. And Evil Dead is dilapidated and it looks scary. Yeah. And if I saw it and I was out walking in the woods, even with a bunch of people, I'd be like, "We are not going in there. We are leaving." <laughs> Yeah. I've seen friggin' wrong turn. I know what goes on in those cabins. <laughs> All right, your turn. Oh. <laughs> that was our little, our right. little romp into Well, now let's get to where the pretty much the middle of the movie, the shower scene. Shower scene. So memorable. That's what you associate with the movie. But it's crazy because it only happens halfway through. It's literally just halfway through the movie. I know, man. That, like, you know, and it's brilliant. You have the close-up of her, the mouth, the screaming, the score, the blood, her slow hand, the slow pull of the curtain. You would think that this would be the big surprise of the movie, but no, there's still half a movie to go, which is interesting and unique to me, you know? So I like to always just 
Throw that out there. It's, Iconic. I remember the first time I saw this. Um, well, the first time I saw it, I was I was little. Yeah. My mom had it on or something. Believe Ooh. it or not, my mom, she wasn't like straight up into horror, mm-hmm. but she liked it. Um, if you can believe that, my mom is very. Yeah. Like I don't believe that. No, she she got me. I mean, she's the reason that I'm into a lot of the sci-fi and yeah, not so much the horror stuff. She didn't show me a lot of horror, but she's very into sci-fi. I grew up watching like so many sci-fi TV shows and old shit, and because of her. Um, but I I want to say she had it on. She probably didn't. I probably watched it on my own. It was on TV or something when I was a kid. That was my yeah. first experience with it. Um, but then I saw it as a teenager. Um, for the first time and I remember watching it and then watching her get killed and I was like so surprised and just like what like what are they gonna do like the, yeah. the main character exactly exactly what's gonna happen like what it, what and you're just like confused and disoriented you're like wait you you built this whole movie this movie's been on for an hour yeah we've been following like, her like now she's dead what the fuck what's gonna happen next and um I will say that the up until her dying is all of the best stuff of this movie. Okay. The stuff that happens after is great. It's fine. But my, I like the most, I like the most up until her being killed. I do too, but I do like the big reveal. Yeah. The big reveal is so shocking. So disturbing. Yeah. Just the shots of that one alone. And uh, yeah, it's great. But um, my favorite stuff is in the beginning up to that. Yeah. But uh, everything after is great. But anyway. Yeah, because after that, the scene, obviously, it slows down a bit. It turns into, like, more of a detective crime-solving yeah, bit, which is actually very classic for 60s horror. Yeah. And it's it's slows down, but not so slow it's boring. See, I liked I liked the suspense of the first half. Yeah. Your work, you meet this weird guy, and she's on the run, and, like, this dude's weird, and this oh, yeah. old woman. All of the horror is there. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into kind of a mystery thriller. Yeah, but so. I love that. That's, like, part of the reason why I think it's so good. Yeah. Which brings us to... The falling down the steps detective kill. <laughs> yeah, he falls down those steps for like 20 minutes. But like, it's so funny because he's like, arms are like going. It's like, it's not, so he's great. not falling down the steps though. It's like so weird. They have him on something. Yeah, that's yeah. Like moving. He's like floating down yes, the steps. And it's hella entertaining. <laughs> it is really fun. I was like, who falls like that? Also, I, was, I hated that guy and I'm, I'm always glad to see him die. Well, you know, private I, investigators. Yeah. What's their point? Why are private investigators always painted as being these oh, sleazy, yes. slimy dudes? They're just doing their job. Yeah, and then he's like accusing the boyfriend. He's like, oh, she's here. Yeah. Like, wrong. So then like the boyfriend and the sister has to, they have to take over and sort it out themselves because the sister is like adamant. She's determined. She's yes. like, oh, we solving this ourselves. The sister is the protagonist in two, actually. Have you seen two? No. Really? Mm-mm. Two's worth watching. Never seen it. Um, It's on my four movie disc set. <laughs> my Blu-ray in that picture that we just took. Two is worth checking out. I don't... I've seen three and four. I have not, obviously. I watched them for the first time six years ago, five years wow. ago. Wow. I watched all of them together, and uh, I don't remember three and four being really anything mm, yeah. worth watching. Maybe. I don't remember. I remember... But two is definitely worth watching. Two is great. Um, and yeah, you learned some stuff about Bates and like, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and I do review on uh, old episodes. I did watch the series Bates Motel that was obviously inspired by this. I hated that so, series. So, yeah. I, you liked it. I liked it mostly. I hate I don't it. like the main actor. I couldn't get past that kid actor. He was the only thing that annoyed the heck out of me. I couldn't stand him. 
But I hate his face. Anyways. I'm sure he's a delightful young man. Nah. He's all right. He's probably in his 20s now. That was a while ago. Why? He's got to be in his 30s now. 30s? I think he was already 30, 30? in his 20s then. Maybe. He just looks young. It's a possible. Who cares? Um, ba, 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 bum, bum. Where were we at? We, uh, we already kind of talked about the first conversation with uh, Norman and uh, Janet Lee. Yes. Marion. Uh, Norman peeking through the wall at her changing is iconic. I had a, a really quick thought. I think I always think when we watch like these super old movies, like fifties movies and sixties movies, especially something like Psycho. Yes. And you see a, a shot like Norman watching her in the shower. Oof. It's fun to think that like the things that are scary and violating and like like will always be terrifying to us and always mm-hmm. fill us with fear. They're consistent in human beings like no matter what the time period is like somebody watching you through the shower without you knowing oh. will always be a terrifying thought yes always absolutely. it's a terrifying thought now it was a thought he had in in 1960 you know we yeah. see that kind of shit all throughout history and it's just funny watching these really really old movies and just thinking like wow the things that are scary to me now they were still scary back then. They were al- they've always been scary. And I just always thought that was an interesting thought to think that like there's constants with human beings. Oh, yeah. Like they say beauty is a constant, but like fear is also kind of a constant. Like we'll always be afraid of being vulnerable and being yeah. being violated and being hurt and being you know, those things will always exist. And you can always like extrapolate a movie down to like or like not extrapolate that means to make bigger yeah. i think but to break a movie down like any horror movie you can break down to some base fear that is probably in some old ass movie or some old ass book that mm-hmm. because we've always been afraid of that thing i don't know i had that yeah. thought while i was watching this like even in these old movies like we've always been afraid of the same things always fear is a constant i think you said that. Yeah, that's profound, I think right? you're right. I think you you're think right. You think I'm really smart, right? Super smart. Please like me. <laughs> Do I have to? No, I'm just kidding. Right. But yeah, I had that thought when I was watching it. I, I, I like that watching old movies. It's like, well, it's, it's still like that. I would not. It do be like I that sometimes. I would not enjoy somebody watching me take a shower no, without me knowing. That's the problem, like without me knowing. I would be really scared of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll remove the camera. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you got anything else? Um, just uh, when we get to the big reveal that his mother's been dead. Yes. And he's running around in a wig and a dress. <laughs> uh, so you have the shot of the when uh, Lila, the sister, finds out she like is in the house. She's in the, the fruit cellar. And she like turns like the mom around and it's all slow and she's mummified and it's like a skeleton it's so, so gnarly a great shot and then normie runs in he's I running could, in with his wig and he's all like ah wow creepy shit man yeah, i could really see some people being freaked out by that and being and also being like what the yes. fuck is i definitely think especially in 1960 that yeah, was in like 1960 oh, I, have a, I have a point to make about that little end dialogue oh um but in a minute i wanted to talk about um the whole thing we find out, uh, Norman Bates' mother, you mentioned it, so I'm going to yeah. piggyback off that. Um, we found out she's been dead for 10 years from the chief. Yeah. And like they know Norman and they know the whole story. Um, so she supposedly poisoned her cheating lover with strychnine and then poisoned yeah. herself. Uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about strychnine in a minute. But then we find out like Norman actually did it, oh, which, yeah. which made way more sense. Because in the beginning, especially this time watching it, I was like, what's strychnine? 
Oh, I know it's a, yeah, I know yeah. it's a poison. No one would poison themselves with strychnine. No, no. It is a terrible way to die. But they will poison someone else because that has yeah. happened. Yeah. And absolutely, it's uh. So I wrote I, I copied a little bit about what strychnine is and what well what it does to you. It's a poison. It goes ouchies. Oh, it it goes more than ouchies. Big ouchies. Big huge. It's one of it's one of like the worst ways to die. Um, ten to twenty minutes after exposure, the body's muscles begin to spasm, and that is painful spasming, starting with the head and neck in the form of trismus and rhesus sardonicus, which is a, a like a paralysis of your jaw. I don't even think that was in English. Of your jaw and your face, and um, the spasms then spread to every muscle in the body with nearly continuous convulsions. They're painful. They're like seizures. Yeah. It's like an endless seizure that you're totally conscious for. You are totally alive Oof. and all of your muscles are just spasming like you can't imagine. Um, the convulsions progress, increasing in intensity and frequency until the backbone arches continuously. Continually. Convulsions lead to lactic acidosis. Do you know what lactic acidosis is? No. It's, uh, it's being sore, basically. So, you know, after you go to the gym and you work out really hard and the next day you're yeah. super sore, pretty sure that's lactic acidosis. Last, yep. It's very yep. painful. You, you know, you've been sore before, right? It sucks. I'm but literally this is, sore today from... But this is like yeah. beyond that. Hypothermia sets in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these are followed by postical depression. and Ooh, posticles. Death comes from asphyxiation Not caused by postacles. paralysis of the neural pathways that control breathing. So your brain basically tells your lungs to stop breathing. Yeah. While you're convulsing and uh, the subject usually dies within two to three hours after. So Oof, it's you're two suffering to, two to three hours. Yeah, it starts in 20 minutes. So you're suffering for, yeah, a good two and a half hours. Oh, man. And it's horrible. Where do I get it from? Huh? What? What you? <laughs> you want some strychnine? No, I, I strictly do not. Maybe. No, just kidding. Anyways, what is strychnine used for? Lawn mowers. I don't know. It's a pest <laughs> pesticide. Lawn lawns, particularly yeah. to kill rats. Oh no, that's awful. Oh. Why would you do Stric- that? Uncommonly, strychnine is found mixed with street drugs such as LSD, heroin, and cocaine. Yeah, let's go. Ooh, that's horrible. Oh, it's a biotoxin. Cool. Hey, you do drugs. Anyway, you know that's my little blurb on strychnine. Now Thanks you guys know. You've been educated. <laughs> Bam, educated. Bam. <laughs> Deal with it. So yeah. I'm pretty much done. That's oh. They are talking about. <laughs> This is the, I'm going to end with this, which is just crazy. So they're talking about what is going on with Norman, that he's got this split personality pretty much. He's taking over the personality of his mom. But they use the word transvestite. Oh. (laughs) Um, Can we just say, I just want to throw out there. It's 1960. So outdated. That's not the proper term for anything. Even what is going on with Norman, it's it's not a transvestite. And second, transvestite is not the word. That's not it, Chief. Come on. I just wanted to throw that out there. It was 1960. I don't care. They didn't know shit back they then. They obviously didn't. No, they didn't. No, we didn't know. Like, I mean, even as early as like the early 2000s, we weren't aware of shit we were saying. Yeah, yeah apparently. But anyways, I just wanted to point out. Just like, watch an Eli Roth movie. Ugh, sorry with, <laughs> just wanted to point Callback. out. <laughs> just wanted to point out like, oof. Nah, didn't, that part didn't age well. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I got. 
Yeah, I remember hearing. I remember hearing the term transvestite to describe that type of thing. But like Rocky Horror makes it cool, so I guess that's cool to describe like transgender and stuff. Yeah, but that's like as not early it. as early as the early two thousands. Yeah, we but were, that's we were even still using it. that's still incorrect. We just didn't know that. Yeah, but for sure. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not arguing. No, I know. But when they said term, it, I was like, saying. "Ooh, cringe." Yeah, yeah. There's there's a. Uh, there's certain words that pop up when watching in these old movies that yeah, just like, you're and, like, whoa. And it's like with Alfred Hitchcock, because I remember in The Birds, he says something about like the hood or something. And I was like, ooh, like remember? referring to like like people of color. And I was like, oh, no. But do you, oh, oh, when we did The yeah, Birds, oh, yeah. what was the term? I don't remember, but it was like, it was another Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock thing. And I was like, no. It, but that was, a, it wasn't just him. It was I know, the 60s. But I'm like, still like, oof. Yeah, racism and all that stuff. Like they didn't even know what homophobia was back then. They just knew that gay people were bad. Like they thought that gay people were well, bad. Yes. I wouldn't say that. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know, Stop but the way it. you Jeez. say it. Jeez, I gotta walk on eggshells. No, I, I just, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know. And you now you ruined my thought. Oh, oh, oh! Remember when we watched um, Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, I and, remember watching uh, that. Big guy, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Not Sean. Not Sean. Yeah. Sean's friend. Pops out of the car and he he like yells the N word. Yeah. He's like, "What's up?" And we were all like, "Holy oh. shit! I forgot this was in that movie." And that was as early as when did that movie come out? Two thousand five, something like that. 2004? Yeah, four. And everyone's like, "Well, they're English," and it's like, "Ooh." Nah. Yeah. So anyway. I just wanted to point out, like, "Oof." No, that's a fun right. point. <laughs> there you go. Moving on. That was it for me. Moving on. I got I got two tiny little nitpicks. Okay. Go for it. Um, you were talking about the end scene where they use the term transvestite, which mm-hmm. is a very outdated term. It's that that term is that term died in like the nineties, right? Two thousand. I don't know. All I know is Rocky Horror made it cool, and that was it. Um, I understand that it's nineteen sixty, so I forgive this scene. But like, in my opinion, movies should be show don't tell. That entire exposition at the end. Yeah, we did not need that. We didn't need any of it. And I think I I don't know a lot about this movie. I've never like sat and researched this movie. I don't mm-hmm. know a lot of trivia about it or whatever. I have to imagine that that um, Alfred Hitchcock probably didn't want that in his movie. Yeah, I felt that was some. I felt like it was forced. And I'm talking from you know 2023 perspective. Yeah, I have no idea how they did movies back then. I don't know a lot about super old movies, especially this one. I have to imagine, though, that like Alfred Hitchcock, being the auteur that he was, <laughs> probably didn't want that in his movie, and they probably screened it, and people yeah. got confused, and the studio was like, "We needed to do this at the end." I think you're probably right. I think the movie ended. I think the movie was supposed to end with Anthony Perkins with Norman Bates being his mother in the other room. Yeah, I felt like that's where he wanted it to end. And they had to like throw this in so that and like, I love that people shot didn't get confused in the other room where he's just making that creepy face though. Yeah, I wish I could go take that scene out of like my Blu-rays and stuff, and like every time I watch, I'm just fast forward that scene because it's so unnecessary. Yeah. And I get that it was probably necessary back then because like people weren't used to this sort of thing. But watching it now, it just it's so forced and needless. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we we got it. We're all there. We yep. know exactly we, what's yep. going we on. Saw, we seen it. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about the dialogue in this movie, really. The dialogue in this movie is like poetry. 
It's so well written. Yeah, especially everything Norman freaking yeah, says. Yeah, everything Norman says is very... Uh, oh, yeah. It's pretty great. So he's a weird one. Uh, interesting note. In this, the original Psycho, it is confirmed that Norman Bates has killed six people. Ooh, yeah, there were some girls they talked about. His mother, her lover, two young girls, yeah. Marion and the, the, the private investigator. Yeah. At the start of Psycho 2, it is said by Lila Loomis, Sam Loomis's wife. Also, yeah. oh. Dr. Loomis. Also, where we get that weird yeah um yeah that he married her yeah eh, mm, i guess um, it happens sam lewis's wife marion's janet lee's sister mm-hmm. that he has killed seven people and i couldn't find anything that said anything about that maybe he, they're they referring he, to himself and that now he's his mother and no that's not what they're referring I was to. just let me live okay <laughs> just let me live <laughs> all right you can say whatever you want as long as you say let me live whatever do it kill oh, people this, like, all right, like whatever. cool i'm gonna do that now thanks i think i don't know if this is i don't know i don't know what i think i think it might have been a mistake that yeah, they just could, didn't yeah. catch that could've they just been. didn't look into and that like somehow they missed it in editing or something because he he only killed six people and then he's taken to prison yeah who else could he have killed and a lot of people speculate. They're like, well, he could have killed somebody else to confirmed after they picked him up. Like, yeah, it just kind of feels like a mistake. Yeah. It feels like they messed up. Well, because they say there's the body counts three in this, but but, they're earlier, like, but only there's two. There's like however many years. There's like 30 years. Yeah. Uh, so, 19, so 20 years. 20 years. 25 years, something like that, between Psycho and Psycho 2. Mm-hmm. So they're like, maybe when they really investigated the murders in those 20 20 some odd years yeah, but, they found another body but like, they ah, they just made a mistake I think they, made, they a mistake. made a mistake anyway just fun little note anyway freaky favorites yeah let's do it why do you hear that that's that might be from the movie psycho wow <laughs> i always think it's funny watching reanimator how like they just blatantly like took the score oh, yeah. from psycho and just put the do 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 and they kept yep. everything yep. and they just put like the bassoon over it and like expected nobody to catch on no that was a total homage to oh, yeah. psycho um what's his name Stuart gordon was a huge alfred hitchcock fan anyway your favorite uh, it's going to be the shower scene. No freaking dare. There's okay. only a couple to choose from, and that was just chef's kiss. Mine is the P.I. No. And here's, whoa, 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 here's whoa, whoa, whoa. why. It's not because of that. It's because I had another nitpick, but I realized that it was it's necessary for the shock value of his kill. So after he kills Janet Lee, there's a good like 15, 20 minute span mm-hmm. where almost nothing happens. Yeah. And it gets kind of boring, and you know what's going to happen. It's kind of boring watching it the first time. Or watching it after the first time because you know he's gonna get killed. Yeah. But I thought back and I remember it's like, well, you were you got really bored and annoyed the first time you watched that, and then the the private investigator goes up the stairs and then, bam, like yeah. the, slash the, in the face. freaking slash in the face. The music goes off and it scared me. Yeah. I was like, ah, it didn't scare me this time because I knew it was coming yeah. and it, not, not even the last time. So I get annoyed now that that scene is so long, but it's. But for first viewers, 
That's like necessary mm-hmm. to make that kill slap the as hard it as it does. Slap. It does. Like it's it's startling yeah, because it you're slices. like, are we really gonna sit here and watch Anthony Perkins? Are we really gonna sit here and watch Norman Bates clean up this body? I like and that sink part. the car. I like and that. talk to the PI. Yeah. And nothing fucking happens. So your guard and I Alfred Hitchcock did this on purpose. Oh yeah. He was like, I want everyone's guard to be down. I want them to be bored. And then I'm going to hit them with this yeah. crazy... And right it, in the face, on the steps. And it works. Yeah. So that's my favorite kill. Cool. I feel like it's it's like a like a slow play. Like Anyway, your favorite character. Um, Norman Bates. And hear me out. That dude is creepy across times 100. But the way he talks and delivers lines, so unnerving. And his stuttering when he's lying or nervous. He makes the movie for me. He he's just does. He's also adorable. I don't think so, but um, yeah, I just. Do you know what happened to Anthony Perkins? Uh, he did all four movies and then died. Basically, <laughs> that's um, all I know. He he was in a lot of films. Oh yeah, but he was part of the. Uh, I want to say he got it in the eighties. He was part of the eighties AIDS pandemic. Oh, did I you know he was gay? No, no. Yep. Wow. Yep. I had no Poor idea. Anthony Perkins. He died ri- almost. He died a little bit after he made Psycho 4. Yeah, he died in the, in the 90s. early 90s, 92. I don't know. I didn't look at when he got AIDS, but yeah, he was part of that. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yep. Wow. Oh. He, I don't think he'd be alive now. He might be. He'd be like, what, 90 now? Yeah. So he was 50 when he did Psycho 2 in the 90s. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, My favorite character? I didn't even write anybody down. I'm such a loser. Uh, my favorite character is the stuffed owl. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I like that. It looks You're so cool. You're going for cool. my type doing, of thing. I'm where stealing you your thing, yeah. The owl. Stuffed owl. My favorite character. He's cool. in a bunch of scenes. Yeah. You just show him he's a lot. He's just looming right there in the background. he's fucking creepy looking. He's cool as heck. Uh, your favorite quote. <laughs> okay. No, mine's not one of the funny ones. Mine's a serious one. Oh, He boo. says, she needs me. It's not as if she were a maniac, a raving thing. She just goes a little mad sometimes we all go a little mad yeah, sometimes haven't you but you know because my callback is to billy loomis oh right from scream yeah. and he says we all go mad a little sometimes yeah. and obviously it's the name was taken right and the quote was direct when he like licks the blood off his fingers so yeah. it's just a callback so i love it i had to pick it yeah all right i get it my my favorite quote is from the dude in the beginning yeah. where he goes it's as hot as fresh milk oh gosh (laughs) yeah you would wouldn't you my second favorite line is from the car salesman and he says to her you can do anything you have a mind to being a woman Woman. you will yeah (laughs) i yeah i heard that yeah you guys just think you could do whatever you want don't you but you forget this is a man's world (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Ah, i've been murdered at least four times this episode which means it's probably time to be done yes please Thank you for listening uh, to another episode of Forsaken Cinema. Yay! Yay, we did it. Uh, yay, episode's over. We're tired, you can uh, tell. I'm so tired. Um, you can find us at ForsakenCinema.com. Is it ForsakenCinemaPodcast.com or is it ForsakenCinema.com? ForsakenCinema. I'm pretty sure it's ForsakenCinema.com. Uh, we are on the social medias at Forsaken Cinema. Uh, we're on Instagram, not so much on Facebook, not so much on Twitter. Maybe we'll be on TikTok eventually, if it doesn't get banned. Um, did you hear about all that? <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, it's up for... Uh, who cares? 
Um, and you can email us at Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And you totally should hit us up. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, give us some suggestions for movies. We often take suggestions for movies. And yeah, whatever else you want to tell us, it would be fun to talk to some folks. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. Oh, you can also direct message us from our website. We have a we have a direct you can like, you know, do that. Email is probably the best, I guess. Or Instagram. Instagram. Anyway, I still I, think Instagram. I still haven't remembered how to do the end of the show yet. Uh, so, obviously. Uh, and you can find us on every major podcast platform. Yeah. And probably every minor podcast platform. And wherever you're listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share, like, tell your friends, family. Enemies. Frenemies. Yeah. Pets. Lovers. Coworkers. Lovers. Uh, um, That's it. Ons. Uh, yeah. One night stands. Oh. <laughs> tell Sneaky everybody. links. What? <laughs> That's like people you're hooking up with, or you're not tell, telling people about sneaky links. Oh, do you have any of those? No. Yes, you do. No. Tell us all. Next episode, Melissa tells all. <laughs> all right, well, this is fun. Thank you for yeah. listening. We will talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.